Blog Talk Radio.
God, thank you so much that you are a daddy to us. So much of our our time as believers, uh, we can get lost in thinking that you are just a book that we read. You're you're a goal that we're trying to reach. You're a a place that we go to once a week. You're a lifestyle. You're some sort of worldview. But God, we we can't lean on a worldview. We can't cry to a book. You're, you're a father. You're a good, good father. And you're not loving us because we're good. We're, you're loving us because you're good. And God, the more we sing and the more we pray, just remind us this, this is a conversation with a person that loves us, that knows everything about us and loves us. You deserve every breath that comes out of us. Every word, every note we could ever sing is yours. Thank you, God, that you're the one. In Jesus' name, amen. Shalom, shalom, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to the Lord's Hour. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Lord. This is part five of the of the uh, curses study that we are going to continue to bring. Praise you, Lord, this Sunday. Praise you, Jesus, uh, 5-15-2016. We are continuing with, uh, with the Bible study of the curses. Thank you, my brothers and sisters. Praise the Lord for listening and, and, and um, always looking forward to these Bible studies, which are a tremendous blessing to God's people. My goodness, uh, praise the Lord, the blessing that these studies are bringing um, around the U.S. and around the world. It is incredible. And I'm, I'm, I, I thank the Lord first for his blessing to us through his word. And I want to go ahead and begin with a prayer. Lord Jesus, mighty Lord, mighty God, I ask you, Lord Jesus, to continue to help us, Lord, through your word, to help us to understand your word, your plan for us, Lord Jesus. And that these, these, your word, Lord, will bring us so clear to our life and mind, Lord. Lord Jesus, that you want us to be set free, Lord Jesus, from the curse of the law, from the curse, Lord Jesus, that already has been spoken that come through disobedience and the breaking of your commandment, Lord Jesus. Almighty Lord, mighty God, help us, Lord Jesus, to be obedient. Help us to serve you and help us to do your will, Lord Jesus. Lord, break the power of the evil one, Lord Jesus, as your people listen to these teaching, Lord. Break the powers of curses of the evil one for north to south, east to west, up and down. In Jesus' name, Yeshua name. Jehoshua name in Jesus name we ask oh Lord we thank you mighty Jesus mighty God mighty Lord bless your people Lord no matter where they are Lord Jesus help them to understand your word in Jesus name I thank you Lord God is so awesome God is so good my brothers and sisters we can always trust the Lord we can always understand that God is for us and if God is for us who can come against us my brothers and sisters Thank you, Jesus. Now, I wanted to go ahead and, and follow up with uh, Deuteronomy 29. We've been in Deuteronomy 28, and I thought that if we move forward from that, because um, uh, there has been a lot of information we have shared, 
and we want to continue to share more information, praise the Lord, in regard to the curses so we can uh, learn how to break them, because that is the title of these of these uh, teaching, how to break generational family curses. Thank you, Jesus, and that's what we want to teach you. And so this week, we're going to continue with these teaching. Praise the Lord, as the Lord help us to continue to share His Word. Lord Jesus, please give me the wisdom and understanding and bring your Word revelation to our mind, to our heart, Lord Jesus. Help us to be blessed through your word, Lord Jesus. So 29.19, a little number 29 now. The word of God says, And it will come to pass that when he heareth the word of the curses, that he blesseth himself in his heart, I shall have peace. Though I walk in the imagination of my heart, to our drunkenness, to, to, to thirst. This is someone that is thinking this way, the word of God says. The Lord will not spare him. But the anger of the Lord and his jealousy to smock against that man. And all the curses that are written in the book shall light, hallelujah, shall light upon him. The Lord shall blot out his name from under the heaven. And this is what's been happening with a lot of people who's been under the curse that, brothers and sisters, hallelujah, their life has been so difficult. They've been going through so much trouble, difficult Hallelujah, dead in the family, uh, people that have died through different infirmities, which are curses, different things, division, killing one another. It, it, you know, it's just been horrible, the things we have seen for thousands of years on this earth. Brothers and sisters, I can say for, for, for years on this earth, because I praise the Lord, I'm only 44, praise you Jesus, praise you God. But God did show me that he's been with generations of family for thousands of years. The Father showed this to me, which I thought it was so awesome as he showed me from the past to the through the present. And it was so amazing to see that revelation of Father God. Verse 21. And the Lord shall separate him unto, uh, unto evil out of the tribe of Israel, according to all the curses that the covenant that are written in the book of the law. You see that the law, the curses of the law keep going back and forward in people's life as they, keep, as they keep breaking the commandment of God. That's why keeping God's commandment, as Jesus said, if you love me, you will keep my commandment. It is so important because, praise the Lord, under the blood of Jesus, we are protected from these curses. Also, as we repent them, if we have it in our family, you need to say, Lord Jesus, I'm sorry. Our Lord Jesus, I repent of all generation of curse in my father's side, my mother's side, from first, second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, sixth, fifth, sixth, seventh generation back to Adam and Eve. I'm so sorry. I take full responsibility for these curses in my mother, my father's side, your generation, line, sister, line, back to Adam and Eve. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus, I confess sincere, Lord Jesus, repentings for these curses in my generation line. In Jesus' name, I'm sorry, Lord. Said you came to set the captive free your words, the Lord Jesus. And then you claim the word. And then John 8, 36, who the Son set free, it is free indeed. Thank you, Lord. And these prayers are so powerful. As some people have been doing it, and they can feel things being breaking from their life. And then you can include your children, your grandchildren, your family, your grandfather, your grand-grandfather. And praise God, back to Adam and Eve. And all that generation will begin to be set free. Of all these evil curses. Verse 22 of Deuteronomy 29. 
so that the generation to come of your children who shall rise up after you, you see, even including the generation that comes after you. So these things just don't stop with you unless you repent them. Repenting, hallelujah, is confessing, is recognizing, and to stop right there because the blood of Jesus cleanses us from all unrighteousness. Praise the Lord. And these are our unconfessed unrighteousness, sin. Brothers and sisters, those are the open door. And the stranger who shall come from a far land shall say when they see the plague of the land and the sickness which the Lord had laid upon it. Other words, people will see these things. These are things that, praise the Lord, that you cannot keep hidden because they'll, they'll keep manifesting. They'll be there. Sickness are things that people end up in the hospital. Hospital lines are full of people sick daily. You can go to any hospital, any day of the week, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and the lines are incredible, brothers and sisters, of, of, of people sick with plagues all over the land. And the, and the more people know about these, the less they know about the curses and, and the unconfessed sins and all these evil things people do, the more these plagues reach out more to people and the more people that become sick in the land. Praise the Lord. The Word of God comes to pass more and more every day. That's why we need to repent these sins and confess them. Verse 23. In the, in the whole of the land thereof is brimstone and salt, and burning that is, hallelujah, sown, nor vareth, nor any grass groweth therein, like the overthrow of Sodom and Gomorrah, Amath and Sevaloim, which the Lord overthrew in his anger and in his wrath. Okay? When people are so disobedient to break God's commitment, this is the outcome that, brothers and sisters, hallelujah, it is like they become like Sodom and Gomorrah and they're sin and they're evil, brothers and sisters. And the, and the anger of God is like it is right now against the U.S. and the nation because of homosexuals and lesbians and, hallelujah, the killing of those innocent babies, abortion. Brothers and sisters, all these are great sins before God. And people don't realize how serious they are, but they, they hallelujah, it brings the anger of God and then his wrath, brothers and sisters. He get angry. And then his wrath come, his judgment come upon the land, upon the people. And that's where the nations are right now. God is very angry because of all these things, all these evil in the land and people. They keep they keep doing it because when people are under the curse, then they'll keep just doing it because they're bound to it. They're joked to it, brothers and sisters. And that's why I give people the rule now. Isaiah 58, that talks about, verse 6, about the joke, the fasting that the Lord has chosen. And that's one way to break this curse, through fasting. You must choose fasting, and you got to take it serious. And then you begin to break this joke off your family, off your life through fasting. And you won't believe how much uh, deliverance they will receive as you fast to break these curses, these joke from your family. They are powerful. People have done this over the years as I have brought this Bible study. I began back in 2012 and 13. And in the testimony, the email were, in, were incredible from, from different states, different people, different nations, of how much uh, this works. This is powerful. Thank you, Lord. And, and people were, were, were thanking me for bringing this Bible study and this blessing because they were seeing it on the children, on the family, being set free from these curses. And this is why, brothers and sisters, 
I want to continue with this Bible study. The Lord Jesus, who is always right, has been talking to me about this Bible study. And I, you know, because I, I, I don't know why I let other people say, oh, these are not biblical, this and that. And so I kind of held off and waited, but the Lord kept telling me to bring them for months. And I repent for not listening to the Lord, because he's always right. He's always right. Well, we, man, unless we're with him, brothers and sisters, we'll keep making so much mistake, Brothers and sisters, my goodness. Verse 24. Verse 24. Thank you, Jesus. Even all nations shall say, why have the Lord done thus unto this land? What meaneth the, the heat of this great anger? So people will question and say, hey, why is God so angry? Why is God so angry? Why are these things happening to us? You know, they'll ask, but do they, do they have an answer? Because if you're not in the Word of God, if you are not repenting and turning back to God, how will you know what, why will be the reason of these things? And this is exactly what many families are right now. And when they hear these Bible studies, they'll begin to repent, they'll begin to confess, and they'll begin to see their family the children come to be set free of these things, and we, they'll be amazed. And wow, it is so simple when you confess and repent and break them through fasting and all that. And, and you see the result of it. I've seen it in my family, and I know many family uh, that have emailed me, has, that have told me they also seen it in their family too. And I'm glad. But there are many, many other families, billions of people who are bound by jokes, by curses that they don't know how to be set free from these things. And I think uh, Brother J.T., J. Who, who's taking these uh, teachings and put the, putting them on, on YouTube, so more thousands of families will begin to be set free. And I hope more people, I encourage more people to take these messages and put them on the uh, Facebook page, put them on YouTube, and, and some of you can translate them into, into other languages. Uh, some people were, were, would translate it into Germany, France, Switzerland, and uh, different languages, brothers and sisters. And, and people were writing to me in those languages. Uh, some message I had to translate it in Google, in Google Translate just to understand what they were telling me because they were writing to me in other languages. They thought I, I could speak other languages because of the message being such a blessing to them. And that's what they were telling me, the blessing these messages been to them. And so I want to continue to encourage people, praise the Lord, to, to translate these messages so other people will be, more people will be blessed and come to the Lord and be free for the Lord. Because when you are, when these curses are broken off your life and your family, you can better serve the Lord. This is, this is the whole idea of, of this. Amen. Verse 24, even all these nations should say, why hath the Lord done this uh, thus unto this land, what meaneth the, the, the heat of the great anger? Verse 25, the men shall say, because they have forsaken the covenant of the Lord God and their father, which he made with them when he brought them forth out of the land of Egypt. And that is so true. Uh, people keep breaking God's commandment. And that's exactly what has been happening. Jesus said, if you love me, keep my commandment. Very simple. Verse 26, for they went and served other gods and worshipped them, gods whom they knew not and when he had not given them unto them. Well, this is exactly what young people do in New York City and Detroit and other states with these gods that they're bringing into the land of the U.S. These are gods that they had not known them. And out all of a sudden they got these idols that they're worshipping 
Brothers and sisters, there are evil gods from the past, biblical, and, and a youth is getting involved in that, brothers and sisters, because they're bound by jokes, they're bound by curses, and because no one is teaching them, and no one is saying, let's fast, let's pray, let's break these things, the devil takes advantage of the situation, and that's what he's doing, he's taking advantage of the situation that no one has really committed or teaches the word and teach about these curses for the our young people to be set free. Few are being set free, and I hope billions come to the knowledge of Christ and, and, and become set free for the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. And they'll learn the word of God through his word. And they, they will want to, they will have the, the desire, praise you, Jesus, to serve the Lord, to know Christ, to know Jesus. Because this is one of the problems today that youth people don't have the desire because the gospel has been watered down, has been, is being teached and in such a way that the, the, the captives are not being set free. They are not being set free, brothers and sisters. And, and a lot of the churches are preaching in such a convenient, loving gospel that they are not feeling the love themselves and the youth is not feeling the love themselves. Hallelujah. And I hear about this gospel, watered-down gospel about love and, and, and the television. It's not helping people. You know, yeah, a few here and there are convinced. But convincing people is not convicting. Convicting and convincing are two things. And more people are being convinced than convicted. Some some people are, are happy when they, so many of when they get people into the church convinced. But see, I look at that as a problem because convinced is not convicted. Convicted by the Lord who convinced that the Holy Spirit of all sin. And if they are not convicted to repentance and they just go to the church to be part of something, maybe part of society, part of the city, part of the community, that's not enough. That's not what God is looking for. He came to set the captive free. He did not came to, to convince the captive of being sinful but not to repent because repenting is changing your way. Praise the Lord. It is hallelujah. It's really recognizing your condition and knowing that you are fallen and the Lord can cleanse you once you repent with his blood and bring you close in relationship with God. Brothers and sisters, that is the new creature the, word, the Bible talks about. That it's been watered down so much that people are in churches convinced. They don't read their Bible. They don't pray. One of the problems I see, I've been seeing for years is the people are Christian, but they don't pray. They don't fast. I mean, I have spoken with people who've been Christian for 20 years, never fast one day. One day, brother, I confess that they have never fast. And I'm like, oh my goodness. That is incredible. Other are a Christian, but don't repent their sin. Brothers and sisters, they have been turned into religious, convinced religious people. The gospel has been changed so much. And I go by what people tell me, not just, you know, what people themselves who are in, in detrouble with sin have been taught in the churches. And when they hear the teaching on the Lord's Hour and the program of the videos, they are convicted to repent. And they began to repent. They'll contact me and say, hey, you know, I've been one of these. And I thank God for you because my eyes have been open. And I said, well, I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad. Keep repenting daily. 
daily. Keep seeking the Lord daily. You know, fast at least one day a week. And as they begin to do it, the life begin to be changed. Hallelujah. Totally. Totally. Brothers and sisters. And I know as I, as I teach about these things, there are thousands of ministers that don't agree with me. They don't think it's the way that I'm telling people. But Jesus, the disciples, taught repentance. John the Baptist taught repentance. Paul taught repenting. Why don't they want to teach repenting? Why do they want to water down repentance where people don't need to repent? This is not the gospel of Christ, I see. Praise the Lord. I've I been before the Lord several times. I've been brought before the Lord several times. And I've seen holiness. I've seen the Lord. Brothers and sisters, I've been to, taken to heaven by the Lord several times. And all this has helped me to understand God a bit. Because no one understands fully God, but at least a little bit. And being able, as God has chosen me to preach His gospel, to bring the Word of God to God's people. Where I know, as Jesus has said to me, it will help them to come home in the rapture. Because not even the rapture's message is being preached, hallelujah, in a large percentage of the church. Very few churches talked about the rapture. And even some that talked about the rapture have watered down the message of the rapture. I have pastors tell, say to, to my faith, to say to us, as we sit there, that they don't preach the rapture because it's such a controversial message. And I'm like, oh my goodness. They're not preparing people for the coming of Jesus. Because the word prepares us for the coming of the Lord. And if we're not prepared for his coming, we're not coming home with me. It's what Jesus said to me. If you're not ready for me when I come, you're not coming home with me. And that's the message of the gospel. Hallelujah. The wise version prepare, Matthew 25. They prepare for the coming of the Lord in the midnight hour. They prepare the lamp. They prepare the life to have enough oil so when he comes, that is prayer, fasting, consecration with the Lord. That's what they did. They consecrated their life. They live a holy life. They, hallelujah. They seek the Lord in his holiness and his righteousness. They sought the Lord's faith. Faith, brothers and sisters. Why it is so hard for people to understand the gospel. When Jesus said, be thou holy, because I am holy. Holy is separated from sin, from the world, from the things not pleasing unto God. That's what holiness is. Seeking righteousness. Right standing with God. Brothers and sisters. Thank you, Lord. Verse 25. 26 now. For when they went and served other God and worshipped them, God whom they knew not, and whom had not given unto them. Listen to them. That's what people are doing in New York City, in Detroit, and in other states. These gods that they're worshipping, they don't really know them. That's what Israel did several times. We have an example. Israel. Israel did this. They turned to other God and then disobedient, because that is disobedient. <coughs> That is a lack of knowledge. Like people perish for lack of knowledge, is where it said. Brothers and sisters, there's no preacher teaching the word of God, the true word of God. People will perish. Young people are turning to these gods. And this is sad. This is really sad. In the United States, where the gospel of Christ has been born for over 200 years, brothers and sisters, when great, the greater 
Man of God has been right through the U.S. Abraham, and hallelujah, George, I'm sorry, George Washington, Abraham Lincoln was the greater believer in the U.S. This nation was brought by, by God through men like Abraham Lincoln and George Washington who fear God, who in their writing has expressed how much they fear God. Brothers and sisters, verse 27, And the anger of the Lord was kindled against the land to bring upon all the curses that are written in the book. The word of God is going to be fulfilled, and everything that is written in, in the book is going to come to pass. Deuteronomy 30, verse 1. And it shall come to pass when all these things have come upon thee, the blessing and the curse which I have set before thee, that thou shalt call them to mind among all the nations, whither the Lord God hath driven thee. No matter where you've been driven to, Brothers and sisters, because it's a result of the disobedience and the curse, because God, when He wants you to be in one place, God wanted Israel to be in the land of Canaan, come and worship Him and serve Him there. But they were driven out of the land because of the disobedience and sin. Brothers and sisters, Deuteronomy 37, And the Lord thy God will put all these curses upon thy enemy, hallelujah, and, and, and on them that hate thee, who persecute thee. You see that even when people persecute us, like people persecuting me through these messages, curses come upon their life. They don't even know that. Their lives become harder and more difficult and miserable. They'll lose even the little things they have when they come against, against the anointing of the Lord. Don't come against my anointing, said the Lord, in His Word. Hallelujah. And so when they do that, curses come upon their life. And they don't even know that. God have mercy upon people's soul. Praise you, Jesus. If you don't know about someone that, that is of God or bringing word of God, you ask God. You go into prayer and in fasting. You say, Lord, tell me about this man, about this woman. Reveal to me who she is, who she is. He said, of you, Lord. And the Lord will not fail to answer you, to reveal to you if that person or, or that woman or that man is if a God or not. I have people gone to the Lord seeking to see if I was a God, and the Lord had confirmed it to them. And they had come back to me and said, hey, the Lord confirmed to me, great prophet of the Lord, great woman of God, great man of God had gone to the Lord. And had told me themselves that the Lord had confirmed to them, yes, he is mine, he is my messenger, he is my messenger, he is my preacher. Praise the Lord, and oh, glory to the Lord, because now they have peace about it. Amen. That's what you do. You don't go about judging or criticizing people. Without, um, praise the Lord, knowing if they're a God or not. Because if they are in you too, oh man, you get in trouble. Curses come up on your life. Joshua 6, 18. And ye, in all, in all ways, keep yourself from the accursed things. Let ye make yourself accursed when ye take of the cursed things that makes the camp of Israel and curse and trouble. And people are, get cursed also. When they uh, buy and acquire things that are cursed, and you have to kind of, every time I, I do any buying of things that come from China, I, I begin to break the curse out of those things. A lot of people don't know about it. China, Japan, these countries, and even the U.S., because a lot of the things that you think you're buying from the U.S. really come from China and other countries. In Australia, there's a lot of cursing in Australia. Don't think that. Because you're getting it from Australia, not China or Germany. It's not cursed. No, you you take oil, but you begin to pray over that thing, and you break the curse in Jesus' name. And what happens when you do that? 
that will not be a curse to your life because they'll bring curses also to your life through it. I've seen this, i experienced this, and that's why I tell you, you got to practice this the more you can. Even when I eat in restaurants, Chinese or whatever, you got to break the curse from the food. It's very important. You pray over that food, you cover it with the blood of Jesus, and you say, I break all curse and rebuke all demon out of it, and watch what happened. Thank you, Lord. Lord is so awesome. So please practice this. And don't say, well, I'll be doing this every day. But do it every day if you have to. Thank you, Lord. Joshua 6.26. And Joshua injured them at that time, saying, Cursed be the man before the Lord who rises up and buildeth the city of Jericho. He should lay the foundation thereon, and the firstborn and the younger son shall set up the gates of it. Jericho, Jericho, Jericho. Uh, if Jericho, I believe, it was Iraq, either Jericho or Babylon, but Jericho is one of those lands where uh, they, have been, they have been begun to build them, and we've seen uh, the destruction that had come upon them. So it's a curse be the men, and so uh, there have been people who have risen to build them back again, and curse have come upon their life. Jericho. I will have to look it up, but I, I believe it was Iraq or, or Iraq was Babylon. But it's one of those uh, Arab city that has been begun to be built. Thank you, Lord. Verse Joshua um, 9.23. Now, therefore, ye are cursed, and there should none of you be free from being bondmen and hewers of wood and drawers of water from the house of my God. Praise the Lord. That was in the book of Joshua 9. Praise the Lord, Joshua 24, 9. And then Balak, the son of Sippor, king of Moab, arose and war against Israel, and sent Covalin, the son of Eor, to curse you. Praise the Lord. That was a reminder to the children of Israel that uh, Balak uh, had risen against them to curse them. But the Lord delivered them from the curse, though. The Lord delivered them. Praise the Lord. Judges 5, 23. Curse ye, Vimara, says the angel of the Lord. Curse ye uh, bitterly in the inhabitant of the thereof, because they came not to help the Lord, to the help of the Lord against the mighty. Praise the Lord. And that's, that's important. The, this is the angel of the Lord speaking in Judges 5.23. Praise the Lord. I want to go there because this is very powerful. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. That is awesome. 5.23 of the book of Judges. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And, and then um, verse 24, Bless above the woman and show Jao, the wife I, I have heard, and then Canaanite be, Bless should be, uh, should be above the woman in the tent. And he asked water, and she gave him milk. She brought for a bottle and a lovely dish. Hallelujah. She put uh, her hand to the nail, her right hand to the uh, workman hammer, with the hammer, she smote Caesarea, she smote off his head when he appears and stricken through his temple. Praise the Lord. And I'm trying to figure out this story here. Because all these stories happen, but they are powerful, very powerful. And and if we study them, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, are such a blessing. Thank you, Lord. This in regard to the, the son of Deborah and Barak, the son of Enon, when they say, praise you, the Lord, for... Avenging Israel when the people willingly offer themselves. Here, O ye king, give ear, O ye princes. And I even, I will sing unto the Lord. I will sing praise to the Lord God of Israel, the Lord, then the one to the other, 
where the, the march out of the field of Edom, the earth trembled and the heaven dropped, the cloud also dropped water, and the mountain melt before the Lord, even the Sinai from the before the Lord God of Israel, and in the day Shangar, the son of Anath, in the day of Jael, the highway were unoccupied, and the traveler walked through the byway, and the inhabitant of the village ceased. They ceased in Israel until I, Deborah, arose, and arose a mother in Israel. Praise the Lord. They chose new gods. Then was word in the gate. Was there a shield of the spear seed among the forty thousands in Israel? My heart is toward the governor of Israel that offered himself willingly among the people of Lezhi, uh the Lord. Praise you, God. Speak ye not the right and why uh, donkey that ye said in the judgment and walk by the way? They that are delivered from the noise of the archer in the places of the drawing water that there shall they. We ease the righteous act of the Lord, even the righteous act toward the inhabitant of the village in Israel, and shall the people of the Lord go down to the gate. Awake, awake, Deborah, awake, awake, utter a song, arise, Barak, and lead the captivity captive, that the son of Enoan. We see that Jesus took the captivity captive, the Bible said in the book of Ephesians 4, and gave man gifts. Praise the Lord. He made him. That remain have dominion over the nobles among the people, and the Lord may uh, may be have the dominion over the over the mighty. Praise the Lord. Uh, I think that even points out to the revival coming in the last day, where the, God gives dominion to the church, His mighty servant, and they are empowered by God to, to because that's what gifts are empowered by God, power of God. It's a supernatural power of God. The God will give to His people. In the last day to empower. I, I have a Bible study about the gifts of the Spirit that I would like to bring uh, one of these days when I'm done with these curses. Uh, where I will teach the gift of supernatural power from heaven, from God. And I will show people that gifts are a shield of protection from the enemy. And that when you get this gift, uh, you will have protection from the enemy. And, and, and it, it, will, it will empower your life to serve God. And to do more for the kingdom. So uh, stay tuned for those Bible study. I, I promised several Bible study. I said to the brothers and said, please remind me of them. Praise the Lord, because remember, there's so much teaching that I'm that I'm planning to bring. But I praise the Lord. I had to prepare for them before I do. Amen. Thank you, Lord. God is so awesome. So let me continue. That was Judges five. Praise the Lord. Then Judges 9 now, praise the Lord. And they went out into the field and gathered their vineyard and, and trap grapes. And made Mary and went into the house of their God and ate and drank and cursed a mivalent. Praise the Lord. We know that the children of Israel enter into disobedience as they, God, uh, uh, they worship by the God. And that brought curses to their life. And the evil of the men of Shepherd, God returned upon their head and upon came the curse of Jonathan, the son of Jerobel. Hey, well, there you go. Uh, came to the descendants, in other words. The curse came from the father to the children. And said unto his mother and the 1,100 shekel of silver that were taken from thee, about which the curse of spoke is also in the mine ear. Behold, the silver is with me, and I took it. And his mother said, Blessed be thou, the Lord my son. 
And then Judges 21, 18, however that be, we may not give them wife for our daughters, for the children of Israel, has sworn saying, Cursed be he that giveth a wife to Benjamin. It was a, uh, there was a problem with Benjamin, and, and they ended up killing a lot of the men of Benjamin, a lot of the women also included, and, and so now they need a wife, and, and they have to give it from the tribe, but because they swear, hallelujah, that they will be cursed if they have gotten wife. This was a problem, brothers and sisters, and to the, by the, uh, for the tribe of Benjamin, for the tribe of Benjamin. Why did the children do this? I, I believe they do this because they have gotten themselves in, in so much disobedience, which they ended up being cursed um, in certain area of their life, not in, not in the sense that Israel was cursed themselves, but they once they went to the God, they got him cursed because it was only when they stick with the Lord that they were under the mercy of the Lord, the grace, the blood of Jesus. In other words, that they were blessed. Because a, a Christian can't get himself into curse if a person falls away. The person falls into sin, disobedience. We've seen what happens to Adam and even the garden. They they listened to the serpent. They got themselves into curse. They, they were cursed. Adam was cursed. Eve were cursed. Now she was having baby with pain. Hallelujah. In, in, in uh, the month of the period she got, Adam now had to truly work the land because the land was not producing where he could eat an apple and it's from the same place every day. Now he had to work the land and eat an apple once a year. It was not the same. It was not the same. Brothers and sisters, and that's, that's the curse. The curse. The curse will stop you from enjoying the best that God has for you. What God made for you to have. God wants you to be prospered. But if you have the curse, you will not be prospered. You'll, you'll lock everything. You can lock jobs. You can lock the energy to work. You can lock the help to work. You can lock the unity between you and your wife and your children. The curse brings separation, division, argument. It just brings so much. And this is why teaching about the curse uh, and, and teaching people how to break them through the blood of Jesus, what Jesus did on the cross. Always claim what Jesus did on the cross for you because he delivered us from the curse of, of the law. Always confess the curse. Always repent the curse. Always break the curse in Jesus' name for what Jesus did on the cross. All these things will help you. Uh, to be set free from the evil of the curse, brothers and sisters. Praise you, Lord, which many were captive in bondage or joke by these curses. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Um, thank you, Lord. First time in 1428, and answered one of the people and said, My thy father strictly changed the people with an old thing. Curse be the man who eat any food. This day, and the people were fainted. That was another curse I must have pronounced. The power of life, dead and life, is in the, is in the tongue. Uh, you can confess curses too. This is another way to confess some of people over your life, over your family. Be careful when you confessing curses because it's, it's very powerful. It happens and comes to pass. We know all that too. First Samuel 1743. And the Philistine said unto David, I am a dog. The thou comest to me with a stavis, and the Philistine cursed David by his gods. And that, that, that did not fall upon David. People can confess sometimes things that if you are blessed, if you are under the blood of Jesus like David was, the curse was not going to come upon his life for sure. Although we've seen division upon David and his children, 
which the, the, the people thought that uh, because it was David, the curse had come upon David. And it was not so. It was because David had uh, uh, had stretched his hand to a married woman, which came to be the the mother of King Solomon later on, but and, and killed her husband and all that. And that brought curses upon David in his life. He brought those curses where his children has no peace. Uh, brother slept with a sister, a labor assistant. Sorry for the word, and 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 it was it was so evil. We could see the curse manifested in David's family for what they did, and that's why curses we can bring them upon their life. That's why the Bible we have to be in the Word, learning about them, so we can learn to stay away from them, and we don't we don't fall in them like many people do these days, brothers and sisters. Amen. First Samuel twenty six nineteen. Now therefore I pray thee, let my lord the king hear the word of his servant. And if the Lord has stirred up their uh deed up against me, let him accept an offering, accept an offering. But if they be the children of men, cursed be they before the Lord, for they have driven me out of this day from a binding in the inheritance of the Lord, saying, Go serve other gods. You see, serving other God uh, bring curses. This is this is why it's terrible what these young people doing in New York City and Detroit, USA, because this is going to bring curses to their life. First, Second Samuel sixteen five, and when the king David came to Beharim, behold, hence came out a man in the family of the house of Saul, whose name was Shemaine, the son of Jerah. He came forth and cursed, counseling as he came. This man cursed David. I remember reading the story not long ago. He cursed David. Because of his family, because of uh, uh, they, they blame David for killing Saul and his generation, his family, and and it was not so. The curse did not came, and they thought that's why the division in David's family was thought was because of that curse. But no, this man was cursed constantly because he knew the effect of the curse. Pa- dead in life is in the power of the tongue, brothers and sisters. If we keep cursing, it's going to come either upon you or your family. Be careful. Be very careful. Second Samuel sixteen seven, and thou say Shemaine when it, when he occurred, come out, come out, the blood man of that man and Belia. That is the whole story that continued there, in verse sixteen. Yes, insisted. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. See, here's the part that I read there in Second Samuel sixteen ten, and the king said, What have I do with you, ye son of Savaria? So let him curse, because the Lord hath said unto him, Curse David. Who should then say, why hast thou done this so? So he had no right to curse David, King David. And David was being merciful by allowing him to do this, even though he was there. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And in, 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 um, Second Samuel 16, 11, And David said unto Amashiah, one of his servants, to all his servants, Behold, my son who came forward from my loin seeketh my life. How much more now? May the Benjamin do it. Let him alone and let him curse. For the Lord have binding him. Binding him. Obeying him. Praise the Lord. So it was not going to go well with this man. With what he was doing. But you have people who curse David. Who curse the, who curse the prophet. Uh, who were very angry at Jeremiah. Also many other servants of the Lord. Were angry at Jesus himself. As he walked the earth. And. There are people like that, matter me, matter matter but God's people. But it's not going to go well with them unless they repent. Because the curse they are pronouncing 
It's not going to fall upon us. It's going to fall upon them because we are blessed under the blood of Yeshua, Jesus. So th this is a problem they have that, oh, man, uh, First King 2 eight, And behold, has with thee Shammai, the Benjamin Ruhim, who cursed me with grievous curse in the day when I went to Benjamin, but that came down to meet me in Jordan, and I swore by the Lord, saying, I will not put these, thee to death with thy sword. David did not want to kill this man. He did not want to kill this man. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. He did not. But the, land, the hand of the Lord, of course, was going to come upon his life. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise your Lord. So it's important to know because a lot of people curse and they don't even know they are. Second Chronicle 34, 24. That said, the Lord, behold, I will bring evil upon this place and upon the inhabitants thereof. Even all the curses that are written in the book which they have read before the king of Judah. Why? Because of the sin and disobedience, brothers and sisters. That's why the Lord said that that the curse was going to come upon them. Hallelujah. Oh, my goodness. God, God is serious. It's in his word, and it's going to come to pass. Look in the book of Jeremiah 10.27. And they cleave unto the brethren, their nobles, and enter into the curse and into an oath to walk in God's love, which was given by most of the servant of God. Hallelujah. Into a servant to do all the commandment of the Lord our God and his judgment and his statutes. Hallelujah. Keeping the commandment will deliver you from the curse. Jesus said, if you love me, you'll keep my commandment. Very important. Nehemiah 13.2. Because they met not the children of Israel with bread and with water, but higher veiling against them, that he should curse them. However, that be, our God turned the curse into a blessing. That's what God do with those that are cursing us. He'll turn them into a blessing. They won't realize that if they curse the Lord, God will curse my ministry, they curse my family. God will turn the curse into a blessing, and then we will have more abundant. They they think that we, we will have to close the ministry because we don't have lack of finance in this, and God, because they're cursing us, will give us, will give us even more abundance. Our, 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 bill, our bills will be paid. Our finance will be met. God will meet our needs. <laughs> He's incredible. The Lord is incredible. Praise the Lord. Nehemiah 13, 25. And I contended with them and cursed them and smart certain of them and plucked them out of the air. They made them sweet by God, saying, You should not give your daughter into their son, nor take their daughters into your son. For, because they were among these nations who were cursed. And, and, and Nehemiah then did not want these men to 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 have the, the marry other other women from other nations because in reality these these nations were were full of demon and the flesh and uh you marry a demon that's what happened it's going to bring curse to your life too so be careful uh job one five and it was so when the day of the feasting were ended job sent to sanctify them and rose early in the morning offer burnt offering according to the number of them of for job said it may be that they might son have sinned and cursed God in their heart, that they joke this continuously. This is important because Joe does this for his children, and you can do this also for your children. They may they may not be committed to the Lord, but then you pray that God will keep them from sinning, God will stop them from sinning, that they will not curse God in their heart, and God will keep them from that. Very important. Because as they do, uh, if they curse God, it's in, it's in the commandment that if you curse God, uh, curse will come up on your life. You, you, you will be cursed. 
And, and, and God told those people, I read that in, in one of the studies, that if they curse the name of the Lord, that person was to be separated and stoned and killed and removed from among the people because of the curse that will come on that person's life. You cannot curse God. As you cannot use the name of the Lord in vain. Please don't use the name of the Lord in vain. You see how many times I use the name of the Lord in, in my teaching. I'm very careful using the name of God because God should not use the name of the Lord in vain. And a lot of Christians do this, and they don't realize that read what the Word of God says. You will not go unpunished if you use the name of the Lord in vain. Very important. Very, very important. Uh, Joel one eleven. But put forth thy hand now, and touch all that he had, and he will curse thee into thy face. Satan is about curses. Why is that? This is Satan, tempting God, I would say, or mocking God, uh, that to put up for his hand, to pull God his hand toward Joel, and Satan then that he will curse down in thy face. See, Satan is about curse. He's seeking to have people curse. He wants people to curse all the time. Because curses are real. They happen. They bring destruction. They bring evil. And that's what Satan wants. But you, you need to know the word. And the God the one has to curse. And 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 it was even told to the people not to use the name of the the name of the Lord in curse and not to curse in the name of the Lord too. Two very important things. Hallelujah. And here say here is Satan again. Job uh, two two five. But put forth thy hand now and touch his bone, his flesh, and he will curse thee to thy face. Look at that. Satan was looking for Job to curse God. Because the curse was going to come upon Job, and that would have been the Anak, Job. Praise the Lord. Job 2 9. Thou said his wife unto him, Thou thou still retain thy integrity, integrity, curse God and die. She, oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. But she, was, she said these things out of anger, out of frustration, because of her, her children had died, her home was destroyed. Brothers and sisters, they didn't they didn't hide anything after her house was destroyed, her home was destroyed. Uh, and for sure, she had everything as a woman. She had everything in her home. Her kitchen must have been beautiful, and all that got destroyed that she loved. And by this time, they had not even clothing, because the wind came and destroyed the house and took everything. They had nothing left. And 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 back then, people used to keep their money in their home, so. All that that were taken away, the money, the currency, whatever, and they were broke, completely broke. They had nothing, not, a, not even anything to go shopping. If they wanted to have anything, people probably would have to give it to them. So she was in a really tough position. And though, and, and, um, and she said, Joe, you still re retain your inter integrity. You lost everything, your children, your home, everything you had. How can you still remain faithful to God? But see, in, t in the testing of God, you have to remain faithful. There's no other way. Job 3, 1, after this opened Job's mouth and cursed his day. He cursed his day. Praise the Lord. I know that word, he wished not to be born. Because it is so painful. And the Lord showed, uh, confirmed to me and said to me that what Job cursed his day is the seven-year tribulation that is coming. The people are going to feel this, how painful it's going to be. They are going to wish they were never been born in the tribulation. I heard that word come out of Father God in heaven, too. They will wish they were never been born because it's so painful. He opened his mouth and cursed the day, his day, the day he was born. He wished not to be born. 
He he even said he was he wished he was like an a, a aborted baby. He said, brothers and sisters. Praise the Lord, said Job, because it was so painful. His situation was so painful, so difficult. That's how it feels when you are under disobedience and curse in reality. And Satan wants everyone in the tribulation to be cursed, completely cursed. So there will be in terrible pain, terrible suffering, and they will curse God. Because a lot of people will curse God. It tells you in Revelation, they, they're not turned away from the idol, and they curse the God of heaven, Revelation says. That's how difficult and painful the tribulation is going to be. And it's close. It's close, 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 close. Everything has been delayed by the Lord asking God for more time. But, you know, according to what we know, as we know, he's not going to ask God for more time. As I heard the Lord say to me, praise the Lord. We know that God repented from what he had said or, or praise the Lord planned to do. But praise the Lord. We know that uh, martial law is coming, and we know that God's going to put a new president in the U.S. Some people say that Obama is going to stay. He might stay for a little bit if he does. God may allow him because it's all through prayer that all things come to pass. The prayer of the righteous availed much. And it was told to me that God is going to change the president because it's a prayer of the Americans, of his people in the U.S. So God had heard their prayer, and that's why God is going to put in there another man. Now, some believe that it will be Donald Trump. I believe it's also him. But God did not allow me to see his face when he changed the president. But I believe it is Donald Trump. There's been word that it's Donald Trump. But before Obama moves out of there, he's going to go to the U.N. for sure. He's already getting himself in position. Um, praise the Lord. But Obama brought curses to the U.S. and to the people and to the youth and all that. And God is going to break all those curses through the next man he put into office. Because he will not confess evil as Obama had when he said that the U.S. was not a, a Christian nation anymore. He was cursing the U.S. He was cursing the U.S. May the Lord break all these curses from upon our life. In Jesus' name, thank you, Lord. We'll repent, Lord Jesus, for believing in the light of Obama. That the U.S. is not a Christian nation anymore. Yes, it is, and the old way will be. Always been and always will be in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Break those curses that Obama confessed over the U.S. Because he know what he was doing. He's evil. He is the beast of Revelation 13, 1 that comes out of his comes out of the sea, Hawaii. Between Hawaii and the U.S. sea. He came out of the sea. Brothers and sisters, it's so sad. Uh, Joel 3a. Let them curse say, the curse that they who are ready to raise up their morning. Oh, man, thank you, Lord. Joel 5, 3, I have seen the foolish taking rule, but suddenly I curse his habitation. Praise the Lord. You see, you can curse. Job curse. He did. Brothers and sisters, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Uh, Job 24, 18, his swifts as the water, his their portion is cursed out on the earth. He beholdeth uh, not the way to, of the vineyard. Praise the Lord. Uh, Job thirty-one thirty. Neither have I suffered my mouth to sin by wishing a curse to his soul. So Job said that he never uh, cursed anyone particularly. He cursed a day where he was born, but particularly not anyone. Psalm thirty-seven twenty-two. For such are the blessed by him shall inherit the earth, but they that are cursed by him shall be cut off. 
you see what the courage bring up upon people's life. It will it will cut people off. It will cut off your blessing. It will cut us. It will cut off everything you have. You're living your life. Courage will cut off your life. Your people die younger when they should die full of years. You know, the so curses are evil. That's why young people, so much young people dying in car accidents, and so much many other way because of the curses. Also, got to You got to see this and things and really uh, teach your children in repentance and all that, so they can be delivered from the curse. As they repent truly from their heart, the blood of Jesus cleanses them. And Jesus, hallelujah, and they confess the curse. Jesus will set them free from the curse. Thank you, Lord. Psalm 62, 4. They consult only to cast him down from his excellency. They delight in lies. They bless with their mouth, but their curse inwardly. Salah. David talked about his enemy and those that were coming against the Jewish people. That they lie. They delight in die and bless with their mouth, but their curse is inwardly. No matter what they say. They still hating them, they still liar, and they still curse. Psalm 109.27, let them curse, but thou bless. Let them curse, let them say whatever they want to say, but thou bless. When they arise, let them be ashamed, but let them, uh, thy servant rejoice, says David. He wanted just to rejoice, looking for peace, joy. Psalm 119.21, thou have rebuked the proud that are cursed, and the error from the from thy commandment, there you go. The proud that I curse. Pride is a sign of curse. In case you didn't know. Pride is a sign of curse. Like adultery and fornication is a sign of curse. Stealing is a sign of curse. Brothers and sisters. Proverbs 3.33 The curse of the Lord is upon the house of the wicked. But the blessed, but he blesses the habitation of the just. God blesses us through Christ. We are blessed through Christ. But curse us the house of the wicked. Those that refuse to obey God, keep His commandment, they are cursed automatically. The curse come upon their life. And if you go among those people and you mingle with them, brothers and sisters, they can bring curse upon your own life too. It happens to a lot of Christians. And then when, once they realize why are they cursed, it's because they are, hallelujah, they, are, they have mingled themselves with those that are cursed, the wicked. Proverbs eleven twenty six. He that withholdeth corn, the people shall curse him. But blessing shall be upon the head of him that selleth it. Praise the Lord. Because when he sells, he's also blessing other people. When you when you plan, and 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 you plan, and then then you 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 sell what you plant. Hallelujah. Then you bless other people. It's also a blessing. Thank you, Lord. Proverbs twenty twenty. Who curses his father and mother, his lamb shall be put out as cure, as cure in darkness. Darkness. In a skilled darkness. Completely pitch black. It's another word. Pitch black. Darkness. The lamb will be put off. Praise the Lord. And there are children. There are people that curse their father and mother in our, around the world. And so... We gotta teach about this, these curses because one their life their 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 years are cut off. They won't live abundance a year. They die young. I had a friend that did this. He died when he was nineteen. I heard him uh, cursing his mother and I it was so hard to me to hear that. He was a great friend of mine and he didn't live to more, no more than twenty. He got killed when he was nineteen years old. In high school. We went to high school together and it was so sad. <coughs> Brothers and sisters. 
Proverbs 24, 24. He that said unto the wicked that were righteous, him shall the people curse nation, shall hold him. Those that are calling Obama righteous, oh man, they're in trouble. They are, and I, I hear people talking about Obama. Uh, oh man, it's just so sad. Proverbs 26, 2. As a bird, bird by wandering, as a swallow by flying, so it curse without caution, not alike. Praise the Lord. So they will not come to pass another word, a curse without a name. Uh, if they're not disobedient, or there's no. Uh, you have to get into sin and disobedience to be cursed. That's, that's the other word. Proverbs 27, 14. He that rising early in the morning blesses frame with a loud voice. It should be accounted as a curse to him. Praise the Lord. It might be because his friend is not saved. And you're, 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 he's blessing someone. The Bible is very specific on whom to bless. Very specific. You go into the blessing of Matthew 25. tells you who is blessed. The Bible tells you who is blessed and who is cursed. Because you need to know who is blessed and who is cursed. Because people will bless anyone. And don't work that way. And it just don't work that way. You can bless someone and you can be cursed by it. That's what the Word of God teaches us. So you can look into that. You can research that yourself. Proverbs 28, 27. He that giveth unto the poor shall not lack. But he that hide his eye to have many curses. There you go. Here's another curse. Not given to the poor bring curses even up on a church. I've been teaching that for years. There are churches that all their money goes to the bills. Oh no, we got bills to pay, light, gas and, and rent and all that and mortgage. Well, if you don't give some of that money to the to the poor, you're actually cursing your church. I, I it's so sad, so hard for me to tell you this, but it's true. It is a fact. I there are churches who they, they don't have an economy. They never prosper. They're always lacking everything because everything goes to the bills. They don't bless no one, the poor. They don't take some money out to send it to Israel, the poor in Israel, and the poor in Africa. Where God said, let, let it be abundant, be in my house. That's Israel. Jerusalem is a city of a great king. That's his house. God said he will do all that through Solomon. You can read it in Second uh, Chronicles 7, 6, 7. Read it. So you see, in Jerusalem is the house of the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise you, Lord. Because he will not dwell. He dwells in our life, but he will not dwell in a, in a temple. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So what I want to say to you is this. you got to support Israel, the poor in Israel, and in Africa. In many of these other countries, you can also support. But Israel is first. The Lord Jesus himself told me this. Israel is first. You bless Israel first, brothers and sisters. Because I did this. I, one time I, I sent more offering to Africa than Israel, and the Lord was so, so really, I was at anger with me. He was not happy with me. And and I said, Lord, and, the, and I said, Lord, what's going on? And the Lord said, because you, you I, Israel first, he told me, very clear. I said, Lord, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Lord, for giving more to Africa than Israel. And Israel first. A lot of churches should know this. A lot of ministers, a lot of pastors should know this blessing. You should know this blessing. Israel is first. The poor, the needy in Israel is first. Brothers and sisters, they are first. They are first. Don't forget this. Don't remember this. Please remember this. Because this is going to bring blessing into your church. Into your church, into your leader, into your group. You want your church to be prospered by God. Learn this rule out of the word of God. Israel is first. You bless Israel 
with your tithes and offering first. That's what I do. And then the offering goes to Africa. You don't send your tithes and offering to Africa. No. You send your tithes and offering to Israel. First of all, you can support this ministry who is reaching out to the lost. And, and as you support it with your tithes and offering or your offering, I send my tithes and offering from this ministry to Israel, brothers and sisters. Tithes and offering, not just tithes, like many people do. No, I send tithes and offering to Israel, then offering to Africa. But the tithes and offering, the major, the more, goes to Israel. Understand the word of God. Please, because it will be such a blessing to your life. You, you can send it to this ministry. I, I am faithful in sending my tithes and offering to the Lord. If you don't believe me, ask the Lord. I'm not just going to tell you that for you to send your tithes and offering to us. No. Seek the Lord first. Ask the Lord. Lord, is, is the Lord our faithful to send the tithes and offering to this and offering? The Lord will confirm it to you. He'll say yes or no. Praise you, Lord. But I'm sure he will say yes because that's what happened. I made sure, even when, when I think I forget, I do it twice. I just send it twice because it's very important that we are faithful to the Lord because if we be a man, Falling men with so much lack of this and that, or, or so much weakness, in other words, if we are faithful to God, imagine God to us. That's what I tell people. You don't, you have no idea that if you are faithful to the Lord, how much faithful God is. You can never be more faithful than God. Never be more faithful than God. So when you are faithful to Him, God will never fail to supply your need. Very important that we seek to be faithful to the Lord, especially in our tithes and offerings. God will not fail us. So please support the Lord's Hour. We have our page. It's www.thelordshour.com. Uh, T-H-E-L-O-R-D-S, uh, as in Sam, our, H-O-U-R-R.com. Thelordshour.com. Thank you, Lord. And if you you can in the shop room, you can say, Brother Elvin, what is the name of your shop room of your website again? And you can go there. We have a PayPal, my P.O. box address, the Lord's Hour P.O. box address is there. And when you send a, a check or, or a money order, especially a check, send it to the Lord's Hour, not to Elvis Zapata. The Lord's Hour is a, is a registered corporation in North Carolina. So when you send it, it goes straight to the, to the ministry. Praise the Lord. Don't send it to L.V. Zapata. Send it to the Lord's Hour, please. It's very important. We stick with because the R.S. needs to see that. I have to show them every year uh, that everything goes to the Lord's Hour, not to me. Praise the Lord because we give to these organizations and they need to see all those numbers. Amen. It's very important. Thank you, Lord. So please support us. And I will pray for those that support the Lord's Hour daily that the Lord will multiply the blessing and, and, and that the Lord will open the windows of heaven over their life to bring his abundance a hundred times one, a hundred times four. And also that you'll be ready for the rapture. I do this day and night, this prayer for my brothers and sisters that support the Lord's hour. And I have gotten a great report from people that support the Lord's hour. How God is blessing them uh, in their job or this business. And spiritual, they're growing so much because you'll grow. You grow, you'll grow spiritually as you do this. So I encourage you to to support us. This is very important. Thank you, Lord, because we we are reaching out to thousands of people, and I I want I want this ministry before we get raptured 
It could be any day, the rapture, that we will reach billions of people. It's part of my prayer request. So please, and pray with us too. Pray for us. Pray for us. Very important that you also pray for us. Amen. And if you can help us in the ministry, help us in the ministry. Contact me if you want to help. If you're a man of God, woman of God, and you've been in the Lord for, for, for years, and you've been serving the Lord faithfully, you've been seeking the Lord, praise the Lord, and you want to help us in the ministry, we have we have days that we can uh, put it in there for an hour or two or three. Praise the Lord. We have three hours in the air every day, and uh, you can bring the word of the Lord to the lost, because it's, so there are billions of people lost. Praise the Lord. And and I know uh, we are a body that we need each other. And if you can help us, it will be great, my brothers and sisters. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Proverbs, hallelujah, 28, 27. He that giveth unto the poor shall not lack, but he that hath his eyes shall have uh, many curses. You don't give to the poor, you'll get curses. Very clear. Proverbs 30, 10. Accuse not a servant unto his master, lest the curse thee and be found guilty. Don't don't do that, Hallelujah! Praise the Lord. Proverbs thirty eleven. There is a generation that curses their father and does not bless their mother. You will always find people in life this way, but their life will be short. Praise the Lord, Hallelujah! Ecclesiastes seven twenty one. Also take no heed unto all the words that are spoken, lest thou hear thy servant curse thee. That is so true. You hear people if you always uh Listening, like some people say, you always hear people curse, cursing you. Hallelujah! Ecclesiastes seven twenty two. Hallelujah! In uh, for after time also thy own heart knoweth that thou thyself likewise are cursed other things. That is so true. Ecclesiastes ten twenty. Curse not the king, no, even in thy thoughts. Hallelujah! And curse not the rich in thy van chamber, for a bird of the of the air shall carry thy voice. Which have swing shall tell the matter. Yes, that is so true. Be careful. This has a spiritual meaning. This has a spiritual meaning. Praise the Lord. Just praise the Lord and thank you, Jesus. So be careful. I said uh, it is prophetic also, past, future, and present. Jesus is is hello. Just saying, saying yesterday, today, and forever. Remember that. Isaiah eight twenty one, and they shall pass through a solely beset and hungry. And shall come to pass that when they should be hungry, they should fret themselves and curse their king and their God and look upward. Praise the Lord. So they, they would notice God, but they'll be cursing because they're, they're in the evil already. Isaiah 24, 6, Therefore have the curse devoured the earth, and they that dwell therein are desolated. Therefore the inhabitants of the earth are burned, and a few men are left. This this is happening right now. Therefore they're the curse devoured the earth. It's devouring the earth everywhere. Africa, everywhere. So much curses. And to my brothers and sisters in Africa, you should re- really take heed to these teaching, these messages, because there are so much curses in Africa. And I know we have a lot of uh, listeners from Africa that listen to us. Apply this to your family and your children and begin to break these curses. They, they are so important, brothers and sisters, that you begin to do this with your children because they will bless your family it will bless your children so much. Please practice these words, and, and not just Africa, around the world too. I don't because I don't want people to be offended and think, "Oh, just us." No, everyone can can apply these these uh, teaching to their life and be blessed by them. Praise the Lord. Now, uh, 
I'll come back with another teaching of the curses. We we left that in Ecclesiastes. I'm sorry, in Isaiah, and we got so much to go, so many other books. So I will take a rest, and I'll continue with this teaching. Listen to the next uh, teaching, which will be a blessing to your life. Shalom. Praise Jesus. He is so good. He is so wonderful. Hallelujah. Welcome to the Lord's Hour, my brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. Thank you for being so faithful and joining us. Hallelujah. Every single week, hallelujah, and most of you every single day. Thank you, thank you very much, hallelujah. Praise God, hallelujah. I'm getting wonderful reports from people around the world, hallelujah, how much they love the program, how much it's been a blessing to them, hallelujah, and I'm so happy, I really am, hallelujah, because we're getting together, hallelujah, to share the word of God, hallelujah, to share what the Lord has given us, hallelujah, we freely receive, we freely give, hallelujah, praise God. And the, the other good news is that the more people, hallelujah, the Lord is touching them to get their life straight with him, hallelujah, and more people are getting their life straight with the Lord, which is, is more wonderful than anything else, hallelujah. People turning back to God, hallelujah. I, I praise Jesus. I wouldn't thought that, that uh, the work of the Lord, hallelujah, what the Lord is doing this, in this last hour will be so much, hallelujah. God is truly moving. He is truly uh, calling his people out of everywhere to come and seek him, hallelujah. Praise Jesus. He is truly saving his people, hallelujah. So please continue to pray that the Lord will use this program to continue to bring people to the Lord, hallelujah, to have people repent, hallelujah, turn away from sin, which that is the will of God, hallelujah, that we turn away from sin, that we come out of disobedience and we walk toward obedience to the Lord, hallelujah. And if, hallelujah, you have not left your comfort zone of sin, hallelujah, to walk to obedience, this is the hour, this is the Lord's hour, hallelujah, that what God wants us to do it, he has given us Jesus to die for us on the cross, so we will make our decision for Jesus, hallelujah. God loves us so much, hallelujah. God still has not destroyed the earth yet. But it don't mean he's not going to do it. But he's still giving people an opportunity to repent, to turn back from sin, to to walk to his son Jesus, hallelujah. Because God knew, knowing that we were going to need a Savior, that we were going to need help, hallelujah, he, he couldn't find to, for us a greater helper, praise Jesus, a greater uh, Savior, praise Jesus, than the Lord Jesus Christ, and a greater helper than his Holy Spirit. They are true that God trusts, hallelujah, more than everything else, is his Son and his Holy Spirit. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. God truly trusts them, hallelujah. God don't trust us. We are evil. We're always doing evil, hallelujah. Praise Jesus, and even when God gives us the, ch the chance, hallelujah, for us to turn away from sin, a lot of, a lot of time we, 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 we want to, like the, the wife of Lord, look back. Praise Jesus, even though we know we're in, we're in the true, we're walking with the true God. Praise Jesus, hallelujah, sometimes we want to look back, and we got to stop those nonsense, hallelujah, and we got to focus on Jesus, hallelujah, on righteousness, and the righteousness on Jesus, hallelujah. And understand that we are being called into righteousness. We are being called into the family of God. Hallelujah. And that's where we belong. Hallelujah. Let me tell you something. When God made us, 
when God made Adam and Eve, hallelujah, and put them in the garden, there was no sin on them. There was no evil on them. Hallelujah. But, hallelujah, after they um, made the decision to sin, okay, then they enter another world, a world of lack, a world of doubt, a world of unbelief, a world of pride, and a world of so much evil things, hallelujah, unknown to Adam and Eve, hallelujah. So this world where you and I are right now is unknown to us. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. And we are born into it, this world. We, 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 we constantly struggle with doubt, unbelief, and pride. Hallelujah, because it's not part of our nature. Hallelujah, it comes into us. Hallelujah, and it wants to be part of us, but it's not. Praise Jesus. So even when people doubt or when people say, I don't believe in God, and all that nonsense of the devil, praise Jesus, hallelujah, it's not the true nature of humanity. Hallelujah. It's an outside thing, hallelujah, that comes from Satan, that comes from hell, comes from the demon. Praise Jesus, who tried to implant this into our life, hallelujah, to make it part of our life when it's not. And that's why people don't feel happy when they're full of unbelief, when they're full of doubt, hallelujah, and when they're full of pride. They don't feel happy, and they will never find happy, happiness that way. The only way we're going to find, ha find happiness in Jesus Christ and God is by believing God, by walking by faith, Hallelujah, because those are the natural things in us. Those are the things that are truly part of us. Hallelujah. Adam and Eve did not have an ounce of doubt or an ounce of pride or an ounce, hallelujah, praise Jesus, of unbelief in them. None of that nonsense of Satan and hell was on them before they sinned. Hallelujah. So the true nature, our true nature in us, our foundation is faith. That is a true foundation, hallelujah. And you may ask, but brother, help you. So why do we have so much doubt, unbelief, and pride? Again, again, hallelujah. It's an outside thing because when Adam and Eve sinned in the garden, they opened themselves up for Satan to come and bring his garbage, okay? And then we came in garbage disposal, hallelujah. So when we have doubt, unbelief, and pride in our life, Hallelujah. We're receiving Satan garbage. That's what we're doing. We're all right. Hallelujah. And that garbage is in our life, okay? And it's, in our, it's an outside thing in our life. Praise Jesus. And it can never find a home in you and I. It can never find a home down on believing pride. But, praise Jesus, hallelujah, when we don't know any better, that's what we have. So now, when we encounter Jesus, when we encounter the true, hallelujah, a Christ, which is faith, believe, trust, and all these things, and then we start to, to, to bring that into our foundation again, praise Jesus, hallelujah, then our life, um, for some way or somehow, becomes to start, we start walking in a normal life, a more happy life. Those things, hallelujah, those are side things, hallelujah, will never be part of us, and it will never make us uh, happy. That one believing pride will never make you happy because that is not your foundation. Your foundation is faith. That is your foundation because God made you, 
Hallelujah. And we're not born, hallelujah, as we come into Jesus, uh, but the Bible says out of flesh and blood, we're born out of the spirit. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. So our spirit foundation from God and our soul is faith. Hallelujah. It's faith and faith when we encounter faith and when we exercise faith and when we receive faith and when we believe faith and we when we open our heart to faith, in our understanding to faith and become part of us and become us and become us. Hallelujah. And we become alive again. Hallelujah. We become what we were meant to be. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. And a lot of people that are listening to me have faith and not their foundation. Hallelujah. They have an outside thing which is faith should be their foundation, but they have an outsider in them. They have a garbage from the devil. Thou unbelieving pride. Praise Jesus. So you may want to confess those garbage to, to the Lord, and you may want to tell Jesus, Jesus, I'm sorry for the garbage that I have in my life from Satan, pride, thou unbelief, hallelujah. hallelujah. Pride, thou, and unbelief. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. And let's confess that garbage, hallelujah. Let's not walk in that garbage every day. Let, let's walk away from these things of the enemy. And let's walk to our, to our faith. Hallelujah. To our hope. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Walking, walking with Jesus. Hallelujah. And let me tell you, when you walk with Jesus, when you walk and in a personal relationship with Jesus, you know what will rob on your faith? The anointing. Hallelujah. That comes over you. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We'll start removing those doubts out of you. It will just start removing that unbelief. And when you open your heart for that anointing, when you open your mind to that anointing, when you open your life to that anointing, it will set you free. Hallelujah. Because through the sun set free, it is free indeed. Hallelujah. You will not lack faith, but you will have faith. Hallelujah. And you will start maybe... um. A little lower than the master's seed. Okay? Praise Jesus. But as you grow in faith, as you get acquainted with faith, as you get acquainted with Jesus and your personal relationship with him, praise God, hallelujah. All, the, all these outside things of this world, of the devil, hallelujah, will, will stop me. They will be removing, the, the Holy Spirit will be removing them away from you. Hallelujah. And one thing, when I seen the Holy Spirit a few weeks back, he was working with the church nonstop. He was working with God's people nonstop. I never seen the Holy Spirit, hallelujah, working so hard with people. I saw Jesus Christ, hallelujah, pouring his anointing on his bride, preparing his bride for this wedding. This wedding is so important to Jesus. Jesus, hallelujah. It's waiting to get married. He is waiting to see his bride. Hallelujah. He is waiting to take his bride home and say to the Father, Father, he is my bride, Father. Praise Jesus, who, who you, have, you have taken out of the world. Praise Jesus. My bride was in the world, but it's not of the world. Hallelujah. And Jesus said he has taken us out of the world. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. You got to start believing now. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. If you just started this program, you started listening to this program, and you still some 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 unbelieving and doubt and prior lingering around your life, hallelujah, you may want to start repenting, and now in the name of Jesus, and I come in agreement with you that you will be free from the garbage of Satan, from the garbage of this world, hallelujah, and you want to walk in your true nature, which is faith. Your foundation is faith. Your foundation is Jesus. Your foundation is the Holy Spirit. Your home is heaven. You don't belong here. Your home is heaven. Who is up waiting for you? You have, a, you have a home in heaven waiting for you. You have a family in heaven waiting for you. Angels, hallelujah, are desiring to see you in heaven. Angel wants to say welcome to you in heaven. You have a great heaven family waiting for you, hallelujah, to give you a hug and a holy kiss once you enter heaven, hallelujah, and to tell you and show you the great things that our mighty God has for you and I. Hallelujah. They are waiting patiently in the Lord, hallelujah, to welcome you into heaven, to welcome you to your home, to welcome you to where you belong, to welcome you, hallelujah, to the family of God. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. You have a father, and your father is Yahweh. It is Yahweh, your father, your creator, hallelujah, who shows you, who elected you before this world was, hallelujah. You belong to him. You are his son, and you are his daughter, hallelujah. And the Father is patiently waiting for you, hallelujah. He can wait not wait to show you what he has for you. When you get home, the Father is going to say, Welcome, my daughter. Welcome, my son, to your home. He is your home. He is your dwelling place, hallelujah. I have made all this for you. Come and enter the joy of your Lord. Come and rejoice with your God. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. It is waiting for you, my brothers and sisters. Praise God. Hallelujah. Don't get caught up for the things of the world. Don't get caught up with the things of the devil. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. The devil wants to show people that he is winning. But you know what about the devil? He is a loser from the beginning, and he always will be a loser because there's only one winner, and it's Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ overwing him on the cross. Hallelujah. Jesus beat him on the cross, and will always beat the devil. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Jesus Christ is a winner, and he always will be a winner. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Praise God, hallelujah. So you were meant to, for victory, hallelujah. You were chosen for victory, hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Jesus said, don't worry, my sons and daughters, I have overcome him. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. So Jesus has overcome the devil, hallelujah. You don't need to be concerned. You don't need to go to sleep all nervous and worry at what the devil may do to you. Just be obedient and seek the Lord, hallelujah. Put your trust on Jesus, hallelujah. Trust him. Praise God, hallelujah. Put your hope on him, hallelujah. Praise the Lord, hallelujah. Don't let the devil steal your peace, hallelujah. Ask Jesus every night before you go to bed to give you his peace. His peace, hallelujah, is very different from the, from the world peace, hallelujah. Praise God, the peace of Jesus, hallelujah. You will go to bed and you will dream and you will sleep like a baby, hallelujah. 
You will have no worry, no concern. You will rejoice in the Lord. Hallelujah. In your God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. You don't need to be suffering or worrying. Hallelujah. Or concerning yourself about things. Hallelujah. Praise God that don't pertain to you. Trust Jesus. Hallelujah. Give him your burden. Give him all your worry. Hallelujah. Let him take care of you. He is God. Hallelujah. He is God Almighty. Hallelujah. The Father have appointed Jesus to take care of his sons and daughters. And that is you and I. Hallelujah. Don't you think the Father knows what, whom he shoes? Don't you think Jesus knows what he's doing? Praise God. Hallelujah. He knows exactly what he's doing. And even though we lose, sometimes we look weak. Hallelujah. And we look like we're going to fall. Hallelujah. Jesus is there. Hallelujah. Supporting us. Praise Jesus. Holding us. Hallelujah. With his mighty hand. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. The hand of God is behind you and is for you. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. And you may look weak. Hallelujah. You may look weary and concerned. Hallelujah. But you have a mighty God who is in charge of everything. You know what it is that when God is testing us, hallelujah, we, we, we tend to feel like God is against us. And then when we're in the midst of the testing, praise Jesus, hallelujah, we question. We say, God, where are you? I don't feel you anymore, God. Lord, hallelujah, I don't feel your presence anymore. Lord, give me your strength. Praise Jesus. And a lot of times, instead of that, Instead of us uh, worshiping Jesus when we, when we feel like that, and we, we say to the Lord, Lord, I don't feel you today, but I'm going to worship you today. I'm going to get on my knees, and I'm going to raise my hand to heaven, and I'm going to give you glory, and I'm going to give you honor, because I know you are in control of my life, and I know that nothing will happen to me, because you, Lord, I am in control of my life. You bought me on the cross, Jesus. I belong to you, Lord. Hallelujah. And I'm not going to go to bed concerned or worry, Lord, because you are in control. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. And then we, we learn to worship God when we're going through trial. A lot of times we forget that God is the one testing us. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. It's God putting us through the fire. And we feel like we're burning. Hallelujah. We're so much trouble, thank headed and concerned. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Especially when you're sick. When you have a sickness in, in your body. Hallelujah. And you're going through the trial. You're going through the fire. God is putting you to the fire. Hallelujah. You tend to murmur. Hallelujah. You tend to talk, you you start talking negative and you start saying, "Where is my God?" Praise Jesus, like David said, "Where is my God?" Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Why thou hast forsaken me, O Lord? Says David. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Because it's feel that way. Praise God. How can you blame David? It's feel that way sometimes. Hallelujah. Praise God, hallelujah. We feel sometimes abandoned by God. And David felt that way, hallelujah. Praise Jesus. But God was never closer 
to David than when David was being tested. Hallelujah. God is never closer to you than when you are being tested. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. David said in Psalm 42 to say, I'm thirsty for God. I am thirsty for the living God. Where can I go and meet him? My tears have been my food day and night. Hallelujah. All day long, people say to me, where is your God? Hallelujah. Let me tell you something. When you're going through trial, when you're being put through the fire, pray Jesus. Hallelujah. You're not going to find many people, hallelujah, to cheer you up, to tell you, hallelujah, praise God, go on, my sister, or go on, my brother. You're not going to find cheerleader beside you or calling you to tell you, continue to seek the Lord, hallelujah, hallelujah. Many people may say, how long have you been a Christian? Hallelujah, what God has done for you, right when you're going through trial and difficult, hallelujah. That's when people want to question your faith or your God in front of you. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. But let me tell you what you want to do when you're going through that. Hallelujah. Let me, let, me, let me read to you what David did. Hallelujah. When people were questioning him, where is your God, David? Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. David said in Psalm 42, 4, when I remember what has, what has happened, I tell God, all my trouble, and I don't know if you're like David, hallelujah, I don't know if you, if you go to God and pray, and you say to the Lord, Lord, he is all my problem, Lord Jesus, help me with my problem, Lord, I need your help, I need your support, Lord, Jesus, hallelujah, this is the time when I need you more, praise God, you ought to remember his promise. This is exactly what David did in Psalm 42. Hallelujah. When people say, where is your God? Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. You have to remember his promise. You have to remember that God is faithful and that he will not abandon you. That he will be with you as he promised he would, he will. Because he is faithful. We, a lot of time, are not faithful. Hallelujah. We are so unfaithful many, many times. Hallelujah. But God is not like man. Hallelujah. God is not like us. Hallelujah. God is faithful. The Bible says, faithful is the one who says on the throne. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. And a lot of people, people start feeling alone. Like they are the only one Christian on earth. Hallelujah. And they feel that everybody's around them. Hallelujah. As you're looking forward to a sin and not to a righteousness. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Not to the Lord. Hallelujah. Who has called them to. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. And like Paul told Timothy, that many have walked away from the faith. And the reason Paul told Timothy this, it was because there was demonic teaching out there going on around the people. Sometimes the devil sends his teachers and messengers to go teach the demonic teaching. Hallelujah. And when people pay attention, they get all confused. And that's what the devil uses, hallelujah, to pressure them. And a lot of people, when they are under the pressure, hallelujah, they tend to walk away from their faith. 
Praise Jesus, hallelujah. It is so sad. It is so sad. I get email from people. They tell me, I used to be a Christian, Brother Elby. I used to be a Christian a long time ago. Hallelujah. But I walked away from the faith. And you don't know, Brother Elby, how much trouble I brought unto myself. How much trouble the devil sends my way. Praise Jesus. It is so sad. It is really sad. Hallelujah. When I hear that, but I get glad when they say I have returned back. And now I'm not planning to turn back to sin. I'm not planning to turn back to the world because it's evil out there. It's bad. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. The mercy of Jesus, the hands of Jesus are still standing from heaven. Hallelujah. He got his hand open from heaven, welcoming those, hallelujah, who will return back to him. Who are, li- who are willing to listen to him and say, Lord, here I am, as I am, Lord. Help me, Jesus, hallelujah. Set me free, Lord. I am bound by change, Lord. But you say you came to set the captive free, Lord. Set me free, Jesus, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I cry out to you, Lord. Please set me free, Jesus, hallelujah. And when you bow down to Jesus, and you recognize the kingship of our Lord Jesus Christ. Praise God. And you ask him to help you. He will help you. He will not turn your back to you. He will stand his hand for you. Praise Jesus. You can trust in him. This is why we tell people you need a rabbi. And you need a rabbi every day. And you need rabbi Jesus. Hallelujah. You need rabbi Jesus to help you. He has mercies on you. Hallelujah. Turn back to him. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. In a lot of time. Praise God. Hallelujah. Everything seen. Hallelujah. To be lost. But when you, hallelujah, turn to Jesus, everything is not lost. Hallelujah. You will find freedom in him. You will find what God, what you need. One thing I have understand as a Christian, hallelujah, that we are full of problems. But let me tell you, Jesus, hallelujah, is full of solution. He is full of solution, my brothers and sisters. God, all he has is solution. All we have is problem, hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. That's all we have. Problem and problem and problem. Hallelujah, headaches, complain, all this, all that. But God, all he has is solution. Hallelujah. So we need God. And we need it, hallelujah, in these last day more than ever. Hallelujah. Let's turn to him. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. The devil, hallelujah, is putting a lie out there. That if you turn to God, you're going to bring headaches and trouble on your life. That is a life from the pit of hell. That is a lie from the big liar, from the father of all lies. Jesus says, Satan. He's putting lie out there. Hallelujah. So people don't want to turn to Jesus. Hallelujah. There's so much lie out there. That is not part of your nature. Your nature, your part of your nature is true. Hallelujah. It's true in God. It's freedom in God. Hallelujah. That is your true nature. Hallelujah. Your true nature is not a simple nature. Praise Jesus. Your spirit comes from the Father above light. Praise Jesus who spoke to you. Hallelujah. Who, who made you. 
You and I came out of God originally. Our soul and our spirit, hallelujah, praise God, hallelujah, came down from heaven. This body, hallelujah, may look like you, hallelujah, and you are in this body, but you are a spirit, and you are a soul made by God, hallelujah. Praise Jesus, and you may not understand this yet, but when you go to heaven in the rapture, and you open your eyes, and you get your new body, you will see yourself for whom you are, and you will praise God, hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Praise God. This body that you and I have will not enter the kingdom of heaven. Flesh or blood will not enter heaven. It's in the word of God, hallelujah. Hallelujah. This body was never meant to enter heaven. It was never meant to enter heaven. When you go to heaven, you get a new body. Hallelujah. And that new body is beautiful. It is made, hallelujah, praise Jesus, hallelujah, according to the will of God. That is your true nature. That is whom you are. When you enter that heaven, you will find yourself. Because when we're in sin, we have lost ourselves. In sin, hallelujah, we don't know whom we are unless the Lord revealed to us whom we are. We don't know, hallelujah, because sin, hallelujah, is like alcohol. We can compare sin to alcohol. When you get drunk, hallelujah, you get drunk so bad, you will lose yourself. You lose your mind. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. So is sin. When you get into sin, hallelujah, you get lost in sin. This is why the devil want people to be in sin. Praise Jesus, hallelujah, because they lose themselves. They don't know whom they are, and they pretend to be somebody that they are not. Praise Jesus. In sin, your life is fake. Your life is not real. Praise Jesus, hallelujah, because your true nature, your spirit and soul was made to walk in justice was made to walk in holiness, was made to do righteousness, was made to keep the word of God, was made to do the will of God. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. That is your true nature. Hallelujah. And if you want to find yourself, you got to get close to Jesus. You got to keep his word. You got to walk with Jesus. You got to seek that personal relationship with Jesus. You want to find happiness for your life. You want to find who you are in God. You want to find the will of God for your life. You got to seek Jesus. You got to seek him because who the Son set free, it is free indeed. Hallelujah. If you're not walking in a personal relationship with Jesus, you are not free. You are bound. You are bound by chains of the enemy. You are bound by the lies of Satan. You are bound by the lies of the by the lies of this world. Hallelujah. By the same nature, hallelujah, of the flesh of carnality, which will never inherit the kingdom of heaven. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. And it's not, that is not the will of God for your life, hallelujah. That's why when you are in sin, you are lost. You are lost, and you are not happy. You will never find your true nature in sin. You will never know who you are in sin. 
This is why this is a great thing God is calling us to come out of sin, to come out of carnality, to come out of the things of the flesh, to come into the light of Jesus Christ, to come in to do the will of God, because then we will find ourselves, then we will be happy, then we will know the purpose of God for our life, the will of God for our life, and then we will be happy, hallelujah. God is our happiness. The devil is our distraction. The devil is confusion. Hell is the worst place where man can be, hallelujah. It was not made for man, but it was made for Satan and his demon. The Bible says very clear, hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. My brothers and sisters, you want to find happiness, walk away from sin. Have nothing to do with sin. Ask Jesus to help you. Let me tell you, and I want to say this very clear because Jesus put this deep into my heart, and I want to share this with you, and I want you to please pay attention to this. This is very important. It was never meant for you, hallelujah, to serve God by your own strength, by your own knowledge, hallelujah. It was never meant to be that this way. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. You and I cannot serve God without his help. Understand this. This is why we need to go to the Lord for help, to help us to keep his word, to help us to be obedient to him, because it was never meant for you and I to do it by our own strength. Hallelujah. Look what Jesus says in John 15 to his disciples. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Jesus says in John, hallelujah, 15, verse 5, I am the vine, and you are the branches. If anyone remains joined to me, I am to him, he will bear a lot of fruit. You cannot, you can't do nothing without me. Jesus said, understand this, hallelujah. You were never meant to do anything on your own. You were always meant to depend on God. You and I were made to depend on God. Praise Jesus. Just like Adam and Eve could not live on earth without God helping them. Hallelujah. They needed the help of the Lord. They needed Jesus to walk with them daily. They needed the helper, the Holy Spirit, to help them on earth. Hallelujah. They were never meant to walk with God with their own strength or their own knowledge. Not by mind, says the prophet. Not by strength, but by my spirit, saith the Lord. Hallelujah. You and I were created by God. And God meant it for us to have his Holy Spirit dwelling in us, helping us. He, that is why he is called a helper. Praise Jesus. And we were always meant to walk with the Holy Spirit. Jesus told his disciples in John 15, 5, Without me, nothing you can do. Get this in your spirit. Get this word in your heart. Hallelujah. Read it every day if you have to. John 55, without Jesus, nothing we can do. Hallelujah. And in the moment we think we can do anything without him, that is pride. 
That is pride with a crown on her head. Pride is evil. And it comes from the evil of evil, Satan himself. Come, pride come from the pit of hell and not from heaven. The only thing that comes from heaven is humility. True humility. When Jesus Christ came on earth as a man, gave us a great example of true humility. He humbled himself before God. Praise Jesus and then walk down here to show us what true humility is. Praise God. Hallelujah. And he served his father through pain and hard time and difficulty. He served the father. He humbled himself below the angel whom he created. Hallelujah. Submitted to the word of God. And even though it seems possible to keep the gospel amongst those hypocrites, this is the life that God has called you and I to live a holy life among the hypocrites, among those who say they are, but are not. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. And Jesus was called to walk with God among the Pharisees and scribes who were hypocrites who say with the Son of God, who say they serve God, who thought they already had heaven in their hand, who thought they could walk to heaven because of their holiness. Hallelujah. And they were just full of lies. They were of their father, the devil. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. But you know what? Hallelujah. It says, Isaiah the prophet in Isaiah 53, that Jesus was going to be, hallelujah, tested by God. So you and I are going to be tested down here by God. And we're going to walk among the hypocrites. We're going to walk among those that say they are but are not. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. And even though, hallelujah, we cannot judge them because we are not called to judge. And see, Jesus said, I did not came to judge the world, but to save the world. He, Jesus, if Jesus would have judged the world, everybody would have gone to hell in a very second. But he preferred to have mercy on people. Pray, Jesus, hallelujah. And this is what God expects from you and I. Hallelujah. In walking in obedience with him, we will learn to have mercy on people because he is having mercy on you and I because you and I have a very sinful nature. It's called flesh. And sometimes your flesh pushes you to do those things that you don't want to do. It pushes you into disobedience. Why? Because the flesh is part of sin. It's part, it's part of evil. It's part of this world which is evil. Praise Jesus. Your flesh don't belong to heaven anymore. Your flesh is to be part of holiness. But she has fallen. Your flesh is a fallen nature. But your soul and your spirit are not. They belong to God. Praise Jesus. And as we are being our spirit and soul, and we want to obey God, and although we're still in this fallen body, hallelujah. And the more hallelujah, praise Jesus, we tried. And we try to do the will of God with our own strength. We're going to keep on falling unless we are Jesus. 
to help us to keep his word, to help us to walk in obedience with God. Hallelujah. We're going to keep on following. When we think we can do something on our own, that is pride. That is pride. Hallelujah. And we got to learn to identify pride when it manifests itself. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. And pride is in the heart of man, but it's also in the heart of woman. Pride is in the, it's, it's in the heart of teenager too. Hallelujah. They are teenager very prideful. But when parents speak to them, hallelujah, and give them a good advice to seek the Lord, they get mad, they get angry, pride manifests itself, hallelujah. We have a problem, and we have a problem with pride. What do we do with pride? We bring pride to the cross. We, we, we put pride, hallelujah, under the blood of Jesus. We repent pride. We tell the Lord, we tell God, I am sorry for having pride in my life. I am truly sorry, and I ask you to please help me, hallelujah, not to have pride in my life. I don't want to walk with pride. I want to walk in humility, if not pride, hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. And the more we know who we are, the more the Lord teaches us who we are, how evil this body is. It is better for us to know, hallelujah, so we can identify the evil that is part of us. And we repent it. We don't justify it, but we repent it. We say, Lord, hallelujah, I want to do your will. Like Paul said in Romans chapter 7, that he wanted to do the will, but his own nature wanted to do evil. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. And he made effort and effort to do the will of God. But his own nature, hallelujah, kept on, hallelujah, leading him to do evil. And he said later on, I thank God for Jesus, hallelujah, for the Son of God who died for me on the cross. He knew that only Jesus can help him. Hallelujah, that he could not help himself, but only Jesus can help us, hallelujah. We need to learn to depend on the Helper and the Holy Spirit, hallelujah, to lead us, to help us every day. Praise God, hallelujah, with this body, this evil flesh, hallelujah. That is part of us that we're living in in the third until we're taken out of here. Hallelujah. I tell you that in my many experience with God, with the Lord, when he takes me out of the body, hallelujah, anywhere he takes me, the, the Lord takes me to reveal anything he wants to show me. I am the happier man out of my body because this body is, is my major problem down here. Living in this body is my major problem because I wake up in the morning in this body. Hallelujah. I, I walk all day with this body, with this fallen body who only wants to sin. And I have to be denying this body what he wants. Hallelujah. I got to tell this body every day, you cannot do that. God don't want you to do that. Hallelujah. And this body keeps on coming against me. He is my enemy. I live in him. But this body is my enemy. Hallelujah. Besides having an enemy, Satan up there. Praise Jesus. And this is why Satan knows that we live in a fallen nature, in this fallen body. And this is why he keeps on coming against this body through television, showing everything, every kind of nudity on television. Out there, hallelujah, women have decided in the last day that clothing is too expensive. 
so they will have less and less clothing to wear every day. Hallelujah. Talented men and also men, hallelujah, hallelujah, they decided to wear less clothes and less clothes every day. This is what Satan puts in their mind, to wear less clothes and less clothes, hallelujah, because he knows that's a way to tend men and women. Hallelujah, hallelujah, so they can fall from grace, hallelujah. This is a way, hallelujah, and it works. It really works. A lot of people are falling, hallelujah, hallelujah, and things that they did not want to fall, hallelujah. They try to avoid it most of their life, praise Jesus, but Satan kept on showing them more and more, praise Jesus, hallelujah. Praise the Lord, and Satan knows that we walk in this fallen body. Hallelujah. And someday we're not going to li- we're going to listen to this body. Hallelujah. And we're going to say this body is me. But I tell you, this body is not you. You are a spirit and you are a soul. Yes, you live in this body. This body will never, 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 never enter the kingdom of heaven. What do you think? Why? Why did God will never allow this body to enter heaven? Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Because it's evil. It's totally evil, hallelujah. It's fallen. We're not in any decide to do their own will. Hallelujah. They gave the opening up to the will of Satan because Satan was the first in heaven who said, I want to do my own will. Pride, hallelujah. That is pride, hallelujah. And this is what this body is, hallelujah. It's a prideful body. Praise Jesus. It's a fallen body. It wants to do its own will, hallelujah. It don't want to submit. Read Romans 7 and you see, hallelujah, how evil this body is. In Romans 8, hallelujah, praise Jesus. So you know yourself, you know your body, and you understand yourself the trouble that you are having. If we follow the, the desire of the flesh, we will die, says Paul. We will definitely die. But if we follow the leading of the Spirit, we will live. Praise Jesus, because the Spirit gives us life. Hallelujah, but this flesh bring, hallelujah, hallelujah, brings you into death. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Praise God, hallelujah. Be careful with this body that you are in. Be very careful. That is not who you are, hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. That is truly not who you are. You are a spirit and you are a soul. You came from God. Your nature is a heavenly nature. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. And as you walk by faith, and you seek holiness, you pursue it. Pursue it with everything you have. Hallelujah. Ask the Lord to help you, and you will find happiness. Happy, hallelujah. Happiness seeking the will of God. You truly, excuse me, will be happy seeking the will of Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. In Him, you will find joy. Hallelujah. Untold joy you will find in Jesus. You will find yourself. You will find your true nature, your holy nature, which comes from God. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Seek the Lord with all your heart. Seek Him. Hallelujah. And don't trust on your own understanding. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. He is so good. He is so wonderful. Hallelujah. Look what the, what the Apostle Paul says to the Corinthians. Second Corinthians 4 verse 1 says, so because God's mercy, we have work to do. He has given us, he has given it to us, and we don't give up. Hallelujah. Instead, we have given up 
doing secret and shameful things. Hallelujah. What are you talking about? The things of the flesh. We don't twist God's word, says Paul. In fact, we do just the opposite. We, rep- we present the truth plainly in the sight of God. We make our appeal to everyone's sense of what is right and wrong. Hallelujah. Verse 3, suppose our, our good news is hallelujah, covered with a veil. Then it is a veil to those who are dying. Hallelujah. The, the God of this world, says Paul, the God of this world has blinded the mind of those who don't believe. They can see the light of the good news of Christ's glory. He is the likeness of God. Praise Jesus. Who have blinded people? Satan. The devil have blinded people. How did he do it? Through their own nature. Through their own fallen nature. Hallelujah. He come to appeal your flesh. Satan tempted your flesh. Why do you think there's so much pornographic material on you on, on the internet? Why do you think there's so much nakedness on television? So much horror on movie. He appealing to the flesh. Because he knows this flesh is evil. And this flesh will receive whatever Satan gives the flesh. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. This is why you will not want to. T- you do not want to trust your flesh for one second. Do not trust yourself, hallelujah, with sin. But walk away from it. Repent it, hallelujah. Have nothing to do with this. Pursue holiness, hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Stay away from every desire, evil desire of the flesh. Because the flesh has evil desire only. None of them are good. No good thing will come out of this flesh. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. And it is sad for us that we have to live on this body. But this is how God decided to test us. Hallelujah. And this vessel, hallelujah, hallelujah, made by dust. Hallelujah. That it came out of dust and it will return to it. Hallelujah. Like God said to Adam. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. My brothers and sisters, be careful with your own body. Your own body and your mind can speak to you. This is an evil falling body. Hallelujah. And right when you're seeking God and you're joyful and God is blessing you, the body, hallelujah, come out with his own idea and says, you have, you have been praying too much. You have been reading the Bible too much. You have been fasting too much. Take it easy. What are you going to do? You're going to kill me? Give me food. Give me, give me me. I want it. I want it. The flesh will complain to you, hallelujah. Praise God, hallelujah. Even when you start your fasting, there's your flesh complaining, hallelujah. The flesh tells you, but what about what your doctor said? You have to take care of yourself. Giving you all kinds of excuses so you don't see God, hallelujah. Praise God, hallelujah. Oh, remember that your doctor said, you got to have eight glasses of water every day. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. When God called you into fasting, God will sustain you. This is the example that Daniel gave, hallelujah, to those, to those atheist people, hallelujah, in Babylon. Hallelujah. Daniel said, hallelujah, give us vegetable and water and come back in 10 days, hallelujah, and see how we are. Pray Jesus speaking by faith, knowing that God sustains the flesh, hallelujah, that God can give you health. 
beyond what the fruit, hallelujah, and anything down here can give you, hallelujah. And Daniel said, go ahead, go ahead. And the master servant was like, hallelujah, looking at Daniel, like, these ideas are yours. This is crazy. This, it sounds crazy to them because they were used to, hallelujah, to eat the chicken, hallelujah, to eat the, the red meat, to eat whatever they wanted, to eat the pork meat and all that, hallelujah. They, they used to stop themselves with that every day, and they thought that was the best food you can have. You can be so healthy with that. You can be so strong with eating me and all that, hallelujah. And Daniel said, hallelujah, pray Jesus, put us to the test. Ten days, hallelujah, just give us waters and vegetables, hallelujah, and, and judge yourself. Judge yourself at the end. Judge yourself the result, hallelujah. Pray Jesus, hallelujah. Praise the Lord, hallelujah. And at the end of the 10 days, because God is not a liar, and no one, no one ever, had never, and will never found God to be a liar. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. At the end of the 10 days, when they compared Daniel, hallelujah, and the other Jewish men that was with him, to the rest of the people, Daniel and them looked more healthy. Praise Jesus, because God is not a liar. Whatever God says, hallelujah, the word that came out of his mouth will not return void, but it will do what it was sent to do. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. And when God called you into a fast, a fasting, he will sustain your body. You will have better health. Hallelujah. Just by eating me, whatever you like. Hallelujah, by eating junk food and all that. Hallelujah, when you listen to God, let me tell you this. This is one of the, one of the blessing key. Listening to God and obeying God. It is so important, especially in these last days. If God has called you to a fasting, don't doubt God for one single second. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Don't doubt God from one single second. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. But believe God. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. God can sustain you as he sustained Daniel and the other men. And you, your health will be better off than the people that are eating me if you obey God. And I'm not speaking to everybody right now. Hallelujah. I'm speaking to a few people who God has called them to fast from me. Hallelujah. God has called them to fast from me. And they're still questioning whether they should do it or not. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. They're still questioning whether, hallelujah, their, their health is going to be great. Do not, do not start something for God without an unbelief. If you're going to do something, you must believe God. If you're going to do something for God, you got to start with faith. And you got to say, if God is calling me to do this, I am going to do it by faith, like Abraham did. Hallelujah. God is calling me to sacrifice my son Isaac. I am going to sacrifice him by faith. Abraham took the kid. And went out to the mountain to sacrifice Isaac. He laid the sacrifice on the table. Took the knife. 
It was about to kill Isaac when the angel of the Lord said, stop. Hallelujah. Because Abraham was so obedient to God that he was willing to sacrifice Isaac. His mind was set to obey God. His heart was set to obey God because God has said it. It must be true. Hallelujah. Because no lie comes from God. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. And he had the knife in his hand. He was going to kill Isaac for God. Praise Jesus. But the angel stopped him because the angel of the Lord knew that Isaac would do it. Because Isaac believed God. And Isaac, hallelujah, Abraham, I'm sorry, believed God. He was not doubting God for one single second. Because when he told the servant, the boy and I will return, he knew that God would provide a sacrifice for his people. And God did provide a sacrifice. That sacrifice for his people is the Lord Jesus Christ who sacrificed himself on the cross. God provided a lamb to be sacrificed for his people, for his descendant. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. And that sacrifice that was done on the cross was done to give you and I freedom to obey God, to believe God. Not to be doubting and walking in down unbelief. No, rebuke that in Jesus' name. Repent down unbelief in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. And don't give it a room in your life. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. I feel the anointing of the Holy Spirit. I feel the anointing of the Lord. The Lord is speaking to some people out there. There are people that need it to hear this word. Hallelujah. And Jesus is setting you free, hallelujah, of your doubt and unbelief. Enough, enough. You have walked too long under doubt and unbelief. You have given doubt and unbelief too long of a place in your life. Repent down and unbelief. Today is your day when the Lord is calling you to repent, to walk away from it. Stop it. Start giving thou and unbelieving pride the best year of your life. Stop it. Stop it. Repent it in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Don't waste your life giving it to thou and unbelieving pride. Walk away from them in Jesus' name. And the Lord will help you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. For setting your people free. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I feel the presence of the Lord. It's so wonderful. I feel that oil coming on my body. Hallelujah. It is so wonderful to be in the presence of Jesus. He is so good, and he is so wonderful. Hallelujah. I got my brother Chin on the line. Hallelujah. Jin Shin, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, brother Shin. Hallelujah. Share Praise with us what the Lord has. Hallelujah. For amen, his people. Amen. Hallelujah. Father God, thank you for this time. Lord, uh, we constantly uh, fight with our flesh, Lord. Um, and, Lord, uh, we have no strength to to do anything, Lord. Please help us. Please help us to be victorious with your power only. All glory and honor to you, Lord. And, Lord, may this time be a time that, once again, you strengthen your true bride, 
uh, listening to this show today. And Lord, if there's anybody out there going through difficult times, which is all of us, actually, uh, Lord, I pray that you strengthen us by your power. Let us ask for your hand and let us realize that that rule, Lord. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Hello, brothers and sisters. Uh, I'm back. Uh, let me tell you how I've been doing is that uh, I have been getting some attacks here and there, but recently, this morning, I was attacked with my health. Uh, it was to the point where it was getting really hard for me to speak. You know, when, when you get sick, if you get sick at a certain point where you're used to, uh, which is sort of normal, you know, if it's that, I wouldn't really talk about it. But if it's to a point where it's almost like supernaturally something happened to me, then, you know, I'd tell you. So it's something like that happened to me this morning. And I, I asked the Lord to take it away. So the Lord was really training me to uh, have, uh, you know, stronger faith towards him. You know, he let it happen, but he's cheering me on to see what I'm going to do. And uh, he's training me to be stronger. So has any of you out there right now experiencing such difficulty and, you know, what else have I experienced with uh, today was uh, health, a sickness attack from the enemy. Uh, A few weeks ago was uh, depression, and then I believe the one after that was loneliness, uh, sadness. Uh, what else? Just you know, just you know, those are the big, big things. But there's so many little things out there. It's constantly being attacked. But yeah, that happened to me, and then the Lord had had me. Well, he he let me know that hey, just you know, just uh, contact LV. Um, I'm going to have you be on the show. I was like, okay. So I called him, and then, you know, he didn't answer. So uh, he was busy. So so after that, I'm like, oh, okay, Lord, maybe uh, maybe it's your sign that I should just be on tomorrow. So, you know, I, I was, like, sick anyway. So, <laughs> so I was like, oh, yeah, you know, <laughs> he didn't answer his phone. So I'm going to call, call him tomorrow and be on the show. And then but right before the show, Brother Elvi called me. I was like, oh, man, I'm, I don't think I'm ready. But, hey, you know, see, I, see when I'm talking to you right now, even though I'm not ready, I'm not the one doing it. The Lord is the one doing it. So he was just testing me to see if I'm obedient towards his uh, His calling. Amen. So any brothers and sisters right now, is anybody calling you for his work and you feel like you're not ready? The Lord wants to use you. Of course he wants to use all of us, right? But... <laughs> He's one. He's letting you know that I am calling you for you to do this, but in our mind, okay, our uh, emotions, our you know fleshly mind, our thoughts, our mood is saying that, hey, I'm not ready. I didn't make up, you know, my mind to do this. You know, normally we we make up our mind and then we we go to the Lord, but when the Lord comes to us before we think we're ready, He's testing us. Right? So I'm telling you from this experience, I go through this every time before I go on the show. <laughs> you could ask Brother Elvi. So I, I'm getting trained mildly 
And, uh, um, and you know, I'm, I'm very thankful that the Lord is uh, also using this, uh, uh, you know, formerly living a crazy life, you know, uh, just the, the vessel using me. You know, he emptied me out. And, uh, you know, he's using me now. So, uh, you know, I'm very thankful. And if there's any of you out there right now, he's called you to do his work, and you feel like you're not ready, let me tell you this. He's testing you if you will trust him and that you will say yes. Even though your flesh, even though your mind, even though your mood, even though your attitude is saying that I am not ready, I didn't ask him for this, you know, after I feel like I'm ready, then I'll go to him. You know, it's usually we do we do things like that, right? But no. My Lord, if 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 our Lord challenges you in a certain way, pray that you can obey above our emotions, above our attitudes or certain things, above anything from our minds saying that I haven't decided for this, you know. But will you trust him? and say yes and follow him and see what he, he will do, okay? So I spoke to LV. LV, uh, maybe I'll just go on for 20 minutes or something, but right before the show, Lord prepared me more, so I think I'm going to go more than 20 minutes. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I, could, I couldn't really, like, I had, a, I had a hard time talking, like just talking. It was so painful, okay? Anyways, um... About a few hours ago, um, I suddenly felt better. You know, it's, it's weird. It's not like when, when the Lord heals you, it's not like, okay, all right, here we go. You know, you ready? One, two, three, bam. It's not like that. It, it was like almost like naturally, right? I was just in front of the, the, the computer monitor, and then just things happened naturally. Yeah, so, it's you know, God is very subtle. But when you realize it, the outcome is not subtle at all. So I don't know how God does it, but he'll do the same to you. Uh, not everybody, but, you know, most likely he'll do that, you know. He, he does it to train us because he doesn't want to puff us up. Because if we ask him to do something, and then he says, my son, there you go. You ready? Boom, 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 boom. And then that happens every time. Then we feel like we're doing it. We feel like, you know, we take it for granted. And, you know, so forth. Okay. Anyways, yeah, praise the Lord. So I feel better. I, I, you know, I'm talking now, right? So, Lord, strengthen the bride at this time. But renew our strength in this time. In Jesus' name, we ask you. And we ask you and we receive your hand, your mighty hand, to strengthen us at this time. Strengthen the Lord's Hour radio program the blog talk, blog, blog talk Radio, and LV and Tense and their families that they're serving you seven days a week. And, Lord, strengthen the true bride listening to us right now today and also those of the true bride that's taking the repentance seriously. Well, that is the true bride. Anyways, Lord, Lord, thank you. We receive your strength at this time. We receive a new heart. Lord, we receive a clean, renewed, a right spirit within us. In Jesus' name, we come in agreement. 
Thank you, Lord. We receive it. We thank you for this fresh power and strength to get through the day. And we'll ask you again tomorrow morning. Because <laughs> we're going to, we we're most likely, we're gonna, we might be attacked during the night. But, Lord, you allow it to happen to strengthen us, to train us. We thank you, Lord. Amen. Okay. So last time I was on, uh, I was asking people to join the, the war, warrior prayer uh, team for the Lord's Hour. So, so uh, we have, my brothers and sisters, we have a, we have a full time. Everybody's on it right now. Who does it seven days a week? So we have a, basically we have a, a active duty special forces of the prayer warriors. Amen. Amen. So most likely we pray uh, before the show starts, uh, maybe 30 minutes or you know 40 minutes before, and uh, who, whoever cannot join us at that time. They they start praying whenever they can, but because you know our Lord is not bound by time, He made time, right? Okay, so uh, so why do I bring this up now? Okay, now now the Lord had me uh, gather up. Okay, now we need uh, special forces. That is the reserves, the reserve forces. We need prayer warriors that will that will commit one day a week before the show or whenever you can, okay? So if the spirit, you know, sort of sort of pokes at you and you want to do it, you could do it. You don't, you don't have to, even have to tell me. But if you tell me by emailing me, J-I-N-S-H-I-N-T-M at hotmail.com, J-I-N-S-H-I-N-T-M, at hotmail.com. Uh, if you if you email it, then I can pray for you, because when you pray for others, you're gonna be attacked. Okay, so I'm gonna have to pray for you, for for your protection to be strengthened, because uh, when you pray for others, first of all, you yourself is a true bride, okay, and then you you pray for other true bride to be more intimate to, with God, then you're gonna be sort of like you're promoting the. Uh, Satan's list to be attacked, okay? But it's okay. It's okay. God, Yahweh, Almighty God is on our side. Don't be scared, okay? Yes, it's, you know, it's painful when you're attacked by health, but, you know, but he's going to recover you like he did to me today, okay? Before the cycle has been like weeks, two days, now it's almost like the cycle is really like short. Uh, you know, something happens, and, and then the Lord recovers it. You know what I'm talking about? So that's the time we're living in, okay? So, yeah, please email me, my uh, brothers and sisters, if you'd like to commit one day a week until the trumpet sounds. Amen? Just one day. Just one day. Okay? So you're going to be called the Special Reserve Forces. Amen? Okay. Amen. So I pray I get some emails from some people just committing one day a week. All right. So, Brother LV talked about it on the radio show that he's getting a lot of prayer requests and a lot of things, you know, and he's getting super busy because, you know, I mean, we have brothers and sisters from all around the world. Praise the Lord. Right? So, yeah. So, here's the thing. Here's what the Lord uh, put in my heart, okay? <laughs> so, the major situations, you could email LV, okay? But, if you have, like, minor 
situations, you could just email me. <laughs> so hopefully that'll unload uh, some of the heavy weight on the LV side. Okay. So yeah. So whatever the spirit leads you, or which or to which person should I send it to? But I say you know a really major one, send it to LV. Okay. But the minor one, you could just send it to me. All right. Medium ones, you could just pray about it. <laughs> okay. All right. My brothers and sisters, are you having a hard time? My brothers and sisters, do you have no strength left? Let me tell you what, what is going on. Yahweh, Father God, he's raising the bar. Okay? Right, don't we don't you love it when 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 you hear the words they're raising the bar? Right? He's raising the bar for more of a perseverance training. It is the same training, my brothers and sisters. For some people, it started years ago. For some people, it started maybe a year ago or a few months ago. But let me tell you, the perseverance training is being raised right now. So we have said it. We don't do it with our own power. We get by, by, by the day, by His Spirit. Okay? We need to ask for His strength. When we don't, let me tell you, when you let go... It's going to be hard to be back on track, to to have to to get back to the status or condition where you were at, okay? So please don't let go, all right? Uh, why do I say this? When we try to do it on our own, let me, let me just share with you how I try to do it on my own, okay? What I did was... I gathered up all the testimony, not all, like most I could get my hands out of, you know, hands on, testimony of hell and heaven, aside from the Bible, okay, which I feel like is legitimate, okay. So out of those, I have a whole folder in my computer of testimonies of heaven, which is sort of showing incentives for myself to do better, okay. And then I have another folder full of testimony of hell. It's like yeah, basically scaring myself. So whenever I feel like I was going to let go, what I did, okay, what I did was I was reading and seeing the videos for these awesome, heavy, you know, heaven testimony to show incentive myself so that, you know, I lift myself up. Uh, it works. It worked for a while. I'll be honest with you. It worked for a while because, yeah, you know, let me let me do... You know, let me do this better for the Lord. Let me please Him so that you know I get all these blessings, right? Okay. But after after a while, I mean, you sort of you sort of after you you hear it ten times or twenty times, you know, and we sort of get used to it. Okay. So we get numb to it. That's how uh, helpless we are. Okay. And when that doesn't work, so <laughs> what happens is that I threaten myself with hell. Okay. That's what I did. I scared myself with uh, you know, testimony about hell, you know, some sisters drawing pictures about hell. There is, it's scary. But I did that, and then I got really scared, and then I'm hearing that 10 times, 20 times. I'm getting numb to it. I just say, yeah, that's really scary. But, you know, I just feel like I'm not motivated again, right? Let me tell you, we need to ask the Lord. For Lord, please give me more hunger for the word. Okay, because when I did that, I put down the Bible right by the uh, keyboard, and then I'm just trying to 
just look for any new videos and stuff like that, okay? So I'm pretty sure all of you brothers and sisters have gone through that, and you are going through it right now, okay? But doing, us doing that ourselves, okay, we're going to fail. That's what, how I fail, okay? And then, and then you know, I sinned, and then I had open doors. I got attacked, okay? I was almost blinded. <laughs> you know, I could talk about it now. He healed me completely. Praise the Lord. Okay, so let me tell you, we cannot do it on our own. Okay, please, we cannot read all these blessing information or see the videos and try to, you know, give us sweet candies. But when you just eat candy every day, you're gonna get sick. Okay, and then when you scare yourself, when you poke a needle into your hand to scare yourself and threaten yourself like that, it works for maybe a few days, two weeks, and months. And it's, you know what, you're, it's not going to work. So we need, we need to ask the Lord every time, okay? We need to admit, okay, come in agreement with me right now. Lord, we are pathetically and so helpless. We're pathetically helpless without you. We all these we we do these you know man, manly womanly things try to motivate ourselves and we did it Lord we we acknowledge to you right now it does not work and I'm sorry to try to carry this weight carry this cross by myself and we can't Lord Lord we ask you we ask your power we ask your your strength and guidance and leading of our lives completely Lord Holy Spirit. We give you total control over ourselves, Lord. We give you total control, Lord. Please take over our vessel and carry us, Lord, through that day when that trumpet sound calls. Jesus' name. Yes. Okay, I have more things. Don't worry. I have more things. Okay. Uh, okay, Lord wanted me to share this with you. Okay. When you study... When you study King David, before he became king, okay, who, what was his occupation, my brothers and sisters? He was a sheep uh, caretaker, right? A shepherd, right? Back then, many others could be a sheep caretaker, okay? That was sort of a humble job, okay? You don't wear a royal robe and go, you know, Go herd sheep and then go go chase after bears and stuff like that. You don't do that. You don't do it in a nice chariot, okay? It's not like, oh, Mr. President of this sheep herding herd. <laughs> okay, it's nothing glorious, okay? And it's affordable, okay, affordable by most. All right? Now, let's examine ourselves. Are you living a life where many others can do what you do? Okay. Do you have a humble occupation? In other words, is mighty God is having you serve him in a humble way like what David did before God appointed him king? Okay? Are you affordable by most? Okay? Have you answered any of those questions? Okay? Now, do you see any resemblance to your humbleness, to David, King David's humbleness? 
Let me tell you, the Lord wants to use you mightily in the coming future event. So when the devil tells you you're not all that, yes, we're not all that. But when he tells us we don't deserve God's blessing, he's, a, he's lying, okay? Because look at how King David was appointed, okay? The Lord wants to use you mightily, but when you just look at your circumstances right now, and it looks like, oh, man, when is there going to be a, you know, a birthday for me? When you say that, let me tell you what a mighty blessing that your life is going through right now because he's prepping you right now. Amen? So when, when you feel like, when the devil tells you that you have no part in God's kingdom, that's a lie. Okay? He doesn't want you to be blessed. Okay? All right. Yes, I. Well, when I started, I talked about loneliness. Are you lonely, my brothers and sisters? You know, I I learned over the years that uh, you can be lonely when you're single, and also you could be lonely when you're when you're in a, when you're as when you're living as a couple. Yeah, that's very interesting, isn't it? That's very interesting. Is any of my brothers and sisters out there lonely right now? Okay? But let's ask each other, where is this loneliness coming from? <clears throat> Excuse me. Where is this loneliness coming from? You know in your head that it's from Satan. But do you know in your soul and spirit that it is from Satan? Let me tell you about Satan. He was created to be a covering cherub. Okay? He was created for that. And we were created as sons and daughters of God to be sons and daughters of God, to truly honor Him and glorify Him, to be loved by Him, and for us to love Him. And let me tell you who's the loneliest person out there. Satan. He's, a, he's the loneliest person out there. Why? Because he's totally abandoned his purpose that what he was created for. My brothers and sisters, we did come out of our mother's womb. But let me tell you, we are created. Our souls are created. Okay? So who is our creator? Father God. Yeshua Ruach HaKadosh. Now, when he created us, we have our purpose. Okay? What does Satan want you to do? He wants you to be lonely. Okay? And try to fill other things with that gap in your life that's not God, what was predestined to be, what was meant to be, so that he wants you to be like him in hell. Okay? He's lonely out there. Why? That's not why he was created for. Okay? Let me tell you, when loneliness kicks in, it's from the devil. Rebuke it in the name of Jesus Christ. And do not look for other ways to fill that void. Amen? Because some people... Who ha who's living in a group of friends, or when you're married, in a couple situation, or when you're single, or when you're in an organization, whatever, when you think that, oh, I won't get so lonely after I got married, okay? That could still happen, okay? Look at Satan. He was, every he was created being, everything was perfect. He just said, forget it. And guess what? He's regretting. Right? 
He doesn't. He wants you to go through the same thing. Okay. When loneliness kick in, Father, is there any brothers and sisters being tormented tormented by loneliness right now, Lord? Lord, we let us re- acknowledge and realize that you let it happen, but you let it happen because you love us and you want to train us, Lord. Lord, Lord, let us have the maturity to thank you for your training, Lord. Because you want to bless us even more, because you love us, you chastise those who you dearly love. Let us understand it, not just in our heads, but within our soul and our spirit, Lord. We pray in the name of Jesus, Yeshua Hamashiach, right now, that you rebuke the loneliness to every person, to every pure, true bride listening to us right now, tormented by the spirit of loneliness and sadness. You know, it's combined. You rebuke it in your son's name with your power. Lord, send those warfaring angels. Lord, get away from every individual right now. Lord, thank you. God, Lord, thank you that you have moved in our behalf, that it is gone. Lord, Created, creating us a new heart and renew a right spirit within, within us. Lord, make it so that the, the spirit of the loneliness and sadness do not come into us, Lord. Lord, let us thank you for your trials and training, Lord. Let us have the maturity to do that. And let us realize that it is coming from Satan himself, from the pit of hell. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Okay, I have a few things more. All right. Okay. Um, I have a season where I can hear the voice of God, and uh, recently I've been going through a season where you know it's it's really difficult to hear voice God, a uh, voice of God. Okay. So uh, if you want to hear the voice of God, you need to ask the Lord what is what is really blocking your voice to be heard. Okay. This is very serious. There must be something uh, uh, undercover. There must be something buried in that we do not know, that we, we think it's okay to live a certain way or have a certain attitude. That blocks our ears, our spiritual ears, to hear His voice. Now, we need to come to the Lord. Remember, we, uh, we talked about oh, excuse me, being honest with the Lord, right? Lord, Lord, come in agreement with me, Lord. We come to you right now, but we want to hear your voice. We want to hear your your awesome, mighty, warm voice. Lord, if there is anything blocking us to hear your voice, Lord, Lord, we, we, we ask you, we request in Jesus' name that you really show us what it is. Lord, please remove the cover, the secret, whatever it is, the secret sin or secret certain attitude, whatever it is that's blocking your voice to be heard, we ask you to remove it in Jesus' name. We acknowledge that we are weak. That we are sinners, Lord. And our hearts fool ourselves. Very, it's very deceitful. Lord. Very deceptive, Lord. We acknowledge it and we, we confess in agreement, Lord. Please show us what it is. And Lord, help us, Lord, so that we ask you to fix it for us. In Jesus' name we ask you. Amen. So we need to ask for whatever is blocking his voice to be heard. Amen. And whenever that happens, 
when you know that transition of when you can't hear the voice and when you when you can hear the the whisper, a small voice of God to begin with. Amen. Okay. And most likely it'll be the Holy Spirit's voice. Okay. Let me tell you the. Let me tell you how it happens. God will not come to you and say, "All right, my daughter, my son, you ready? Ready? Okay. Red, yellow, orange, and." Green, green light, and then he says, "Here it is." <laughs> He's not gonna do that, okay? If you know about cars, it's not like a manual transmission. It's not like you go to the first gear and then like here we go, and then you press the clutch, you go to the third gear. No, you know the the there's a recent here's a here's a here's a, here's a uh, man masculine masculine analogy, okay? There's a new transmission called the CVT. It's a continuously variable transmission where you don't. You don't feel the, the shift, okay? It's going to be like that. When this thing happens, you're not going to realize it at first. It's going to be so subtle, so natural. You're not going to realize it. But you'll notice later that, oh, I did hear his voice. And then he's going to be louder. Well, I, maybe in between, he'll just sort of put down the volume, okay? So he's going he's gonna to make you stronger with your faith. And then once you come out of that testing of fire, and then he's going to let you hear his voice louder, okay? My brothers and sisters, this intimacy must be strengthened, amen? This intimacy must be sought for. You must really seek it with all your heart, amen? Now, when we, when we sit down and when we look, look back about what things happened in our lives, we are very thankful that Lord has brought us here. But what does the flesh say? What do we say when we are sad, when we are lonely? What do we say? Doesn't our flesh tell us, can you still love God after, you know, all these things that He did to our lives? You know, you know, everything is allowed by God. My brothers and sisters, can you still say, I love you, Lord, even though you allowed all these things to happen in my life? Can you say that? My brothers and sisters, it's time for true maturity. Amen. We need to stop complaining. Okay? We need to stop complaining and grumbling. Okay? Do you know who grumbled and uh, murmured? Okay? Complained? Satan and his fallen angels. So where is complaining, murmuring, complaining that, that you know, that negative attitude you know, from a quiet whisper to yelling and throwing phones and stuff like that. Where is that coming from? Satan and his fallen angel. Pride. Okay? They're just being pure evil. Okay? Now, our flesh is like that. Okay? We are like that. But we need to ask for the Lord. Lord, please, grant us maturity, Lord. Lord, through the, the this fiery testings and trials that you're putting us through right now, let us come to you and ask for you to enable for us to be fully mature, that you're happy. My brothers and sisters, the earlier we are, we mature, okay, when we're not fully mature yet, he wants to be mature, those true bride out there. So he wants to bless us, okay? <clears throat> Excuse me. Now, the more, the faster we are matured, we're going we're gonna to hear the trumpet call sooner, okay? Because 
she must be doing something so important right now that the trumpet sound, we haven't heard it yet. Okay? So before we complain, let us stop because it's not from it's not from God. It's not the spirit of God. Okay? So let us stop complaining. Amen. So through this trials and, and testings, Lord wants to um bless the overcomers. Okay. Have you overcame sexual sin? Okay. Have you overcome gluttony? Okay. Have you overcome unforgiveness? Have you overcome hatred? Have you overcome turning one cheek after you get slapped on one side, turn the other cheek, okay? Have you overcome blessing those that curse you, right? Have you overcome those people that, that stab you in the back? Have you overcome blessing and forgiving those that cheat on you? Have you overcome those that speak evil of you? Have you overcome those? Okay, I ran out. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay, I just won't up. But anyway, have you overcome what our Lord told us about the Beatitudes for the true bride? We cannot do it on our own, my brothers and sisters. I, I couldn't, okay? The most difficult thing that was hard for me to was forgiveness. Yeah. For those ones that wronged me, say, Lord, I just give them to you, Lord. Okay, I'll bless them. You know, I'll bless them. I forgive them. And then I I did it until I really it really came from my heart. Okay? But really, true forgiveness, that was hard. Amen? But with the power of Yeshua, okay, we can forgive. We have been forgiven. Our sins are forgiven. Okay? We, it should be it, I know it shouldn't be easy, but by his power, when we ask him to help us to forgive, he will help us. Okay? All right? And have you overcoming? Have you over, overcome uh, sexual sin? Let me tell you. I'm not going to go into details, but let me tell you how I, how I overcame sexual sin. When you... When you hate sin, when you don't want your 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 garment, okay, as a bride, you don't want to be tainted, and you hate every form of evil, okay, you hate it above the pleasures of the flesh, okay. When you show him that you're serious, when you really struggle with your all the might you have, you know what? God will take it out of your life. God will give you victory over it. That's how I overcame. But I made him, sh I showed him. It took me a while. It doesn't happen just in a second, okay? When you show him you're serious, when you are serious with yourself, that you don't want to sin anymore, you don't want any of this little wrinkle or even a spot messing up this dress. And somebody said, I think it was Brother Clay, saying that somebody was getting married and they had a, they had a, uh, stain, coffee stain or something on their one spot, little spot on the dress, she didn't want to get married, right? Same thing, okay? When you don't overcome all this, okay, and when you don't ask for forgiveness, it's like, okay, you haven't taken a shower, all right? Men or, men or women, brothers or sisters, 
gentleman or lady, your armpit's going to stink, okay? Your toes are going to stink, all right? You're going to have, like, a bunch of oil and nasty stuff and old gel or wax or whatever you put on your hair. It's going to smell, okay? All you got to do is just wash your face and put on, like, one half an inch of makeup and say, okay, I'm here. I want to get married. <laughs> My brothers and sisters, that's not going to happen, okay? And you, you, okay, you have a dress on, okay? You took a dump on the toilet, and you fell into the toilet, okay? And then you drink alcohol, and then you, you, you barfed on your, on your, uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, you barfed on your, your wedding garment, and, and you just, what you do? You just glue on white garment on it and say, Lord, I am so clean, you know? That's not going to happen, my brothers and sisters. You have to literally hate every form of all evil if you want to be the true bride. Amen? And we have to put on humility. Let me tell you, the Lord allowed me to see humility in the spiritual eye. It was so beautiful. It was so, so attractive. It was so, it had a beautiful aroma, so shiny, so attractive. Don't you want to be attractive, my brothers and sisters? Don't you want to be attractive? Let me tell you, true attractive, attractiveness comes from the Lord. Put, put, put on humility. Just forget pride, okay? Just throw away all forms of evil, okay? And gluttony. Brother Elvie just talked about, before I came out, he talked about the flesh telling you, don't you want to do this? Don't you? And it's like telling you, complaining to you, don't you want to eat this? Let me tell you what happened today. My flesh was saying, don't you want to eat all these ice cream? It's in your freezer. Don't you want to eat? I was like, oh, man, I could eat one more. I could eat two more. I could eat that whole box. It's it's non-fat. <laughs> it's sugar-free. You know? It's like, oh, it's organic, okay? But let me tell you, if you eat a box of organic stuff that still has sugar, okay? Or it's not sugar, it's like sweet and low. If you eat a box or a whole carton or whatever, and it's organic, you still eat a lot, okay? <laughs> and it pushes away the Holy Spirit, all right? Let me tell you. Uh, oh, yeah, one of the, oh, I love it how the Spirit is using me to speak to his people, okay? Amen. Brothers and sisters, you know, like the, the okay, the 40-minute, the 50-minute videos that Brother Elvie made? One of it talked about his diet, okay? Uh, he, uh, Brother Elvie was talking about eating no meat, and quitting coffee, and one more thing that brothers uh, LV's uh, weakness was a, a hot chocolate, okay? I remember, okay? And then my weakness was coffee, okay? My weakness was Starbucks coffee, okay? Uh, what's the other one? Coffee bean? First, uh, anyways, I like that too. Don't, you know, I, I, I noticed that coffee lovers, they have their favorite stores. But anyways, I was like that too. And then I was getting to a point where I was drinking... Like, you know the big uh, Starbucks jug, the uh, the mug, the big one? I was drinking that with, uh, like, espresso, like that size of a cup every day. So my hand was shaking that, that, that bad, you know? I, people think I'm doing drugs, okay? So anyway, I was getting that way. But with the power of the, the Holy Spirit, he convicted me through <laughs> Brother, Brother Elvis video, and then I stopped eventually. Well, I got sick. I paid the price. I really got sick because when you cut off... Just when you just slowly don't cut it, when you just cut off the next day, you get sick. But I got sick more than I should because, you know, the Lord granted because I had to pay a price. Uh, the, the, the evil spirits were, uh, was condemning me. 
okay? So anyways, I went through that. I paid the price. I stopped. And then, you know what? I started to hear the voice of God. The, the whisper became louder. Can you believe that? Sugar, sweet and low, caffeine, okay? And when I tasted the coffee like a week ago or twice, two weeks ago, it was still watered down. But I felt the dark, like, dark pleasure feeling. It It was like almost like tink, tink, tinkling my, my brain. It was like, oh, man, this is evil. This is why I couldn't. It really had me go away from, uh, you know, from God's presence and hearing his voice. Any Starbucks or any, any you know, coffee store uh, addicts out there, former addicts, you know, when your coffee's not hot enough, when your coffee's not strong enough at a certain point, have you, do you remember that you got really mad? Right? Has that anger kicked in? Let me tell you, it's from addiction. Okay? Those things pushes away God's presence. Uh, 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 red meat, uh, you know, other things, okay? Money, or ladies, uh, sisters, uh, uh, handbags, nice shoes. Uh, you know, dresses, you know, and those see-through dresses, uh, men, your toys that you like, you know, cars, and, you know, a power, you know, like, you know, high positions. You know, you know what I'm talking about. When you overcome all these things that we mentioned, that you know what you should overcome. God is, is promising you authority and a scepter to rule and reign with him. Amen? So, you still have time. You overcome. And you need to keep up his works until the end. See what, how God will bless you. Amen? Okay. It's really funny. When you share with uh, fellow Christians that just, it's like they're not waiting for God or for Yeshua as a bride. When you tell them, oh, I just zoned out. I'm sorry. Okay. Let me try to remember what I was going to tell you. Just give me 15 seconds, okay? This happens sometimes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, here we go. Sorry. <laughs> when you tell them you want to marry Jesus Christ and you're a guy, and they say that well, you're crazy, okay? They don't understand. And also, when you tell people that there is a level of reward in heaven, there is a first heaven, there's a second heaven, there's a third heaven, and there's a valley, you know what answer I get? They get mad. You know what? Everybody thinks that, you know, they should be spooned with God's word, okay? Milk, spoon-fed, and they feel that everybody should be going to third heaven, the best prime location in the place. And I, tell, I told them, all right, in a nice restaurant, there are seats. When you first enter, it's kind of loud, okay? There are seats sort of in the middle, and there are seats in the corner, where there's a better lighting and it's a little bit quieter, it's or some some places have rooms, okay? But they are VIP, okay? Or for example, the VIPs and non VIPs where they sit when they eat, it's gonna be different. It's not they but they feel that everybody should be having a VIP place, okay? When they're being just spoon fed. Okay? No, 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 no. That's not the way it happens. Even in hell <clears throat> excuse me. There are degrees of hell of torment. According to your works, we will be judged according to our works. For us, true brides, we will be judged of how much we're going to be blessed of our rewards. Because he forgets 
water was forgiven by the blood of his son. Amen? So one more thing. There are there is a when you valet park, there is a VIP valet parking and a non VIP. Which is you you just park wherever it's like so crowded and when somebody opens the door you get a ding. I hate that. Okay? But anyways, you get those or if you're a VIP, your car will be parked right in front. Where it's best lighting and it's like uh, parked wide, right? So you don't get those dings. But when somebody opens the car door really wide, right? So like that, there are levels of rewards. Okay, if you want to administer to your brothers and sisters that's not waiting for Christ, that still claims themselves as, as God's children, tell them that there is a level of rewards. And you know what? They're going to freak out. They say, oh, yeah, a little bit, but they don't, they don't know it. They don't, they don't really realize what's out there. If they really realize that and not fall into Satan's deception, okay, then they wouldn't live the way that they're doing right now, okay? So please share that with your brothers and sisters. Okay, are you obeying God radically that, you know, so you're prone to loneliness, okay? Because God set everybody away from you, separated you. Yeah, God did that to me, and I do my best. I ask for him, for him to help me. My brothers and sisters, we need to ask him to help us to obey him radically. Why? Because radical obedience is going to bring radical blessings. Amen? So if you're not being an extremist, okay, one day, Brother Abi says he's, being, he's put on the, as an extremist Christian on the list. Yeah, I'll be after Brother Alvi. But hey, you know what? For Yeshua, I'll gladly be on that list. Amen? Uh, if NSA, whoever listening to us right now, God bless you. We love you. Don't get the mark of the beast. Okay? Don't listen to your superior officers. Anybody in the army, don't get it. You're going to go to hell. Okay? I'm not telling you, I'm not telling you to, to condemn you. I'm just telling you the truth. It's in the Bible. Whoever gets the mark of the beast, they will will be tormented in hell forever and ever, where the worm does not die. Okay? Okay. Okay, I have a I have a Bible verse that I wanted to share with you. Okay. Uh where there was a Davidic uh covenant where when God says uh when Yahweh told uh King David, uh my son, a friend of God a man after my heart. I will bless you forever. And he has promised David a Davidic covenant. Okay? And you know what David said? David said, Oh, no, what are you talking about? I don't deserve it. You know what he said? This is so awesome. Please, pray like this. He said, Oh, Lord, has spoken it. And let thy blessings, let the house of thy servant be but let the house of thy servant be blessed forever. That's what he said. My brothers and sisters, true bride, this is a time when God is promising you such a radical blessing. It's a time for you to say, Lord, you have promised me, you have spoken it. With your words you create. And you cannot lie. And let your blessings fall upon me and my family and my house. Let me serve you forever. My brothers and sisters, I pray that you have guts of King David to accept and claim and take it as yours, like King David. Okay? Before I end it, I would like to read three verses 
in First Peter chapter one. For six, seven, eight, nine. Sorry, that's four verses. I'm not really good with math. You know, I'm Asian, I'm Korean, but I really am not good with math. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Okay, when you go to heaven, your uh, your brain's gonna be, your uh, ability's gonna be really exponentially increased. So I look forward to that day. Anyway, First Peter chapter one, verse six, seven, eight, and nine. It says, "Wherein you greatly rejoice, though now for a season, if need be, you are in heaviness through manifold temptations." Seven, that the trial of your faith being much more precious than of gold that perishes, though it be tried with fire, might be found unto praise and honor and glory at the appearing of our Lord Yeshua, Jesus Christ, whom having not seen, you love. My brothers and sisters, you love him without having seen with your naked eyes. In whom, though now we see him not, yet believe, we have believed him, we, you rejoice with joy unspeakable and full of glory, hallelujah, the Shekinah glory, receiving the end of your faith, even the salvation of your soul, and plus, Yeshua, our bridegroom, is coming with our rewards. Amen? So hold on to his scriptures, hold on to his words, the word is Yeshua himself. Hold on to Yeshua, repent, keep your uh, linens and uh, uh, your Wedding gowns, keep clean, spotless, and wrinkle-free, and put on the clothes uh, on the humility of Christ. And I want you to be more attractive than me. I want you to be so attractive to Yahweh for His Son. Look at this bride. How beautiful is this bride? You know, let God say, "Good job, well done, my faithful servant." How beautiful are you? Let my glory emanate through you, on and in you forever in eternity. Let you, my brothers and sisters, shine like the stars forever. Amen. God bless you. Brother LV, back to you. God bless you. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Just me.